seen that have you not seen the new commercial for the, okay. the geico no i haven't oh no it, that would be so much funner if you had seen that that's, i feel like that's I, for tag team yeah uh, for whooping it mm, i feel like i'm wasting my joke that's right because he did that yes. no it didn't now i remember yeah because they have that they're doing the ice cream mm. Mm. tag team yes well welcome to the episode okay. guys where chris doesn't get the joke until 30 seconds later well, uh, we'll call this uh, episode. Uh, welcome to uh, the Nurky of uh, Chris is an idiot. No, uh, subtitled we, not the first time. I said we've done this. This is a reboot. <laughs> no, now I get it. Damn it! I've seen this that episode really before. <laughs> I've seen this. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> so, welcome. To Nurky Vision Part Two. I guess this really wouldn't be Nurky Vision. Mm-hmm. This would be Nurky and the Winter Nurky, or uh, Nurky and the Winter Soldier. Nurk on in the Nurker Nurky. Nurk Nurky in <laughs> the in the in the Nurk in the Nurker Soldier. Mm-mm. No, not that one. <laughs> it's a Nurky. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, it's a Nurky. Welcome to our second series, Nurky, mm-hmm. uh, for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We had so much fun doing WandaVision that we're just going to continue this. It's, so it is. It is fun. You guys, if this fun. is your, your first round, if you're just diving in and listening with us for the first time, uh, these, these started off as a, they were going to be short, Nerd quickies. There's gonna be a nerd quickie, hence the nerky. Hence the nerky. And it was because of the mashup of the words, because you know that's the clever thing to do. But uh, they went a little long, or a lot long. So now these are just special little bonus Three episodes. Hours Three hours. Some of these are long. Go back. You like? I mean, yeah, go back and listen or watch if you want to. But just like look at the timestamps for the uh, the one division stuff, and yeah, we kind of go a little bit long. But it's good stuff. This is fun. Like we we dive into things. So. Yeah is good stuff mm-hmm. so if you notice normally we have uh mr justin with us for the nurkies yep um it's a big time commitment for our guests so we're trying to be respectful for you know some of them for justin we don't care yeah um but we're, we just want to get this going we're, we're we're planning on having guests on for the nurky again um if you guys want to be part of any of this stuff let us know mm-hmm We'll have uh, we'll keep the links down in the Discord in the uh, in the bio for the videos. That link's always active. Just join, ex- you know, accept the rules, please. You know, it's easy to miss, but just you know, react to accept the rules so that way we know that you read them because it's kind of a community type server. But we would love to have you guys in there to talk BS with us about whatever wide wide range of topics to talk about. A lot of like minded people and a lot of uh, you know new and interesting hobbies and activities and things that, uh, you know, that are open for discussion. So. 
Oh, all sorts of fun here. I'm going to adjust my camera. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't introduce ourselves if anybody happens um, to be new. So, no, we didn't. No. So, we should probably do that too. So, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. And again, this is a nerky. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. You guys might know us uh, from the internets on the, the uh, Twitches when we do the video game things as Guyver and Kasig. Uh, we'll have links for those down there below, too. Um, we both typically you know, stream at least on the weekends and sometimes through the week, so we'd love to have you guys come in. Uh, if we're not playing together, then I'm playing and Guyver is in my chat giving me shit, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I know, do. Join join in on that. It's It's a good time. You know, it's... Uh, neither one of us are really great at anything we play, but it's fun. We have fun playing it, and and we have fun with you guys in there. So we suck. <laughs> we do. We do. If you want to see Guyver, uh, aka like, Chris, I'm scream terrible. like a little girl, yeah, he gets terrified, and it's amazing. Come to Spooky Saturday. Spooky Saturdays are a thing. It's I do. I love these. I love love these spooky games, but they scare the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. He's injured himself. Uh, we plan more than on doing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then multiple times, and I've also punched the air, uh, testing out VR for Phasmo. Yeah, um, we're probably gonna do some Phasmo, and I'll do it in VR just so you guys can point and laugh. Oh God, I hope you do. So again, do. we're gonna we're gonna post the uh, links for the Discord. Um, <clears throat> you know, we encourage you guys come chat with us. That's we love hearing mm-hmm. from you all, oh. and. You know, we've got to hear more than Justin in there. Um, please, for the love of and God, B-Rob. someone else more than Justin. Talk. And, well, we like B-Rob. We like to hear him. He Go. usually makes good points. Oh, yeah. Justin, all, Justin's hair is All the regulars in there. It is. We love you all. I can't hide, I can't hide so, my jealousy. I'm not even going to attempt to. So, with that, did you explain that we go scene by scene on the Nurky? No, so what we do is we go scene by scene on the Nurky. Okay. We uh, <laughs> we do. We uh, if you guys are wanting, if you uh, if you have a short attention span, um, just this could be your painful. break from that painful, painful break. But we're gonna we we like to these special episodes, um, and our movie and thing breaks down. Like everybody does the quick, you know, um, the right digest now. the movie in four or five minutes or 10 minutes, I guess, so they can hit their 10 minute YouTube thing and um, get you the information. We'd like to get down to into the meat of the, of the, either the movie or the show. If it's something that we're watching, uh, break things down and, and discuss the scenes and we'll kind of go through it. And it's, it's a bit of a play by play as the, as the episode goes on. So, and there are spoilers. If you guys haven't watched it yet, you've been warned. You don't get spoiled. So if you're, you know, uh, spoiler sensitive, then uh, go watch it and come back, and uh, then you know probably to a lot roughly 115 percent of the time of the episode, they go back and hear our breakdown of it. Right, and <clears throat> the reason a lot of the positive feedback we've been getting on this is we'll try and go into the Easter eggs. Well, we're not going to try it. We are going to go into the Easter eggs, and we'll try and tell a lot of the backstory um, from either what we can find or what we know. So it, if you guys have more to add, just add it. So with that, we'll mm-hmm. shut the hell up and we'll get started. Yeah, let's go. This Chris has a lot of, uh, especially with the Marvel, the MCU stuff. Chris has the comic book background knowledge. I don't. 
a lot of this I'm coming into as the, the episode in the movie watcher and I'm learning as we're going through this. So if you guys are not um, comic lore proficient, I'm going to be asking a lot of the questions that you may be thinking of. So um, I, I, it's, I swear it's not me coming off as uh, not knowing what I'm talking about, <laughs> but it's, it, I've got a lot of questions because I, I am, I'm not mm-hmm. as vested time-wise in the lore as Chris is or some of our guests are that, that know the comics in and out. I know what I've seen. I know a little bit of what I've read here and there. So I'm going to have a lot of questions that you guys may be asking yourselves. Um, Chris will have most of the answers. No pressure, but he's going to no, know No pressure. So. I, I like comics. I like a lot mm-hmm. of the sci-fi stuff. Like when we come down to the music episodes, like Kyle's going to trump me on those, especially when it comes to certain, mm-hmm. certain genres. Um, the upcoming podcast for Monday, we're recording this on Tuesday right now. The next one that's coming up is uh, with props. I didn't know shit about any of that stuff except what I read on the internet. So, yeah. you know, a lot of that's just us asking questions. So that's the beaut of this show. And well, again, let's hit play. Let's hit play. So we're, uh, where are we at? I'm Opening, at seven seconds. We're at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I'm at seven good, seconds right now. Uh, 14. Good beginning, good place to start. Um, kind of notice with the, I paid more attention to the opening scroll mm-hmm. this time than I think I ever did. And so now I want to go back and look at the beginning of one division. And it, after I saw it, I kind of thought about it a little bit because we talked about it. It seemed like there, this was updated at least for, I think we talked about it possibly being updated at least for one division because you saw some little snippets in right, there from, right. uh, like in game and. Right. And like the, the movies later on in the in the scroll. So I guess if you haven't watched any of those movies, there's spoilers in the in the opening scroll there. If you haven't watched Marvel any movie. of those movies, where the hell have you been? Hmm? I'm not gonna call even it. watched them. Like I yeah, I'm gonna call yeah. it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> go back and watch them. It's great stuff. <laughs> you owe it to yourself. So, so what do you, th- this first, yeah, I was going to say this first scene, uh, when you see he's, you know, ironing, getting, what did you think was happening right here? I just thought. Initial thought. Uh, an, an initial thought. I didn't know what to think at this point. I was so damn excited about this. I literally went in not knowing, because I intentionally tried to not read a lot of spoilers about this show. Right. Um, I, to be honest with you, I only watched the first trailer. Just okay. get hype for it. That's more than I watched because I want I wanted to go in. I like to go into some things completely blind. Like right. you, know, you know, there's some trailers and stuff you can't you can't avoid. Mm-hmm. But um I want to go in, you know, completely blank. Right. So, so I didn't know what to really think of this because uh, on one hand, like I said, I think I was just too excited for the show to really think about this first opening. Of the ironing, because I'm like, I don't know who this is at first, initially. Yeah, well, as soon as I saw it was Sam, and he was getting dressed, you know, to the nines. He was he was getting dressed up nice, right? So, suit, mm-hmm. everything. But it wasn't like dinner party suit. It wasn't like going out on the town kind of suit. I was like, he's going to a funeral. That's the first thought I had in my head that, like, maybe Cap's funeral, maybe somebody else's funeral, it was really somber tone and that was my first thought was he he was going to the funeral so 
as he's getting ready, we see Cap's shield on the bed. Yep. Which means this is right after some sort of time period, right after Endgame. Yeah. Right after the last scene of Endgame. It could be weeks, could be months. We don't know yet at this time. Right. We just know it's after Endgame. And we know that we know from things that we've read, this is supposedly going on roughly the same time. Fairly close to one division, but it hasn't been said if it's happened concurrently, which one division only took place over like what eight days? Yeah. In all reality. Something I mean, like that. Not counting the flashbacks and all the other shit, but like there was a it was a compressed timeline for it. And right. so this we we don't know yet. And we'll find out, I'm sure. I'm sure there's gonna be some nods to right. whatever was happening in one division right. here. Well and then you see, you know, we go to Cap Shield on the bed again, just kind of sitting on this old timey quilt. And Sam's just kind of looking at it just almost sad. Mm-hmm. Um and he goes to pick it up. And, you know, he he picks it up for a sec, puts it down, then picks it up again. And then he puts it in this bag, which is actually the first Easter egg of Ooh, the episode. Hit me with that. Because I have I have not looked up any Easter eggs yet because I wanted, I wanted so you to tell me all of them. So this is the same bag. This is the same bag that Steve uses. Oh, okay. That, that he gave to Sam. So more than, so this means, you know, this could mean a couple of things. This is days after in game or this is sam's holding on to it for because steve gave it to him mm-hmm. so but yeah that's the same bag that steve gave it to it's not much of an easter egg but it's an easter egg especially to um in game the end of in game and then you hear here's easter egg number two you hear steve going how does it feel like someone else like it's someone else's and he says it isn't this is the end scene um it's the final conversation of Sam and Steve from Endgame. Which it was never confirmed if Steve like like it's kind of been alluded to that he just like died of old age, but it wasn't confirmed, right? Right. Was not confirmed. Was not confirmed. So he could at least at least during this point. At this point, yeah. And that's why I was thinking funeral. I thought that's what the this was gonna lead into. It's like, okay, there because I mean we knew that there was gonna be a new cap. Um right. that and that, you know, there's a Chance that it, it more likely should be, you know, Falcon could be Winter Soldier, you know, could be Sam, could be Bucky. But when I saw that, I was like, okay, you know, Cap's dead. You know, Steve is dead. There's this is the past, this is about to be the passing of the torch at the funeral, something like that. And so, mm-hmm. good point. So, next thing we see is this really killer shot of this uh, transport plane flying out of the clouds. Mm hmm. And then we hear some voiceovers, um, you know, obviously people talking and they're talking about the criminal organization, LAF. I call them laugh. Um, it's targeting Captain Vassant. So and LAF, uh, uh, laugh, if you will, is that something that's Lord Cannon, to your knowledge? I don't quote me on this one because I was trying to remember. I think it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was actually an organization. Okay. I I want to say it was referenced in the comics, but I could not remember for the life of me. So one of you all listening in to chat, if you know, let us know. There's. I mean, I could I could look it up, but it, 
I kind of had some uh, things going on last week, so uh, yeah. Well, we can see, like, you know, even with one division, you you've got these. Um, like I said, from what I learned from you guys, these factions and things that were present canon through the comics, and they played a little looser with them or reinvented them a little bit. Like you know, swords a little bit different. Um, who were the beekeepers tied to? Beekeeper suit that was to. Uh, you thought it was aim. Aim, and mm-hmm. so you know, there's some there's some playing going on with these lower factions that you know I've learned about from you guys that. That's worth wondering with LAF. Like, if it's just a nod, if it's something that could come about. So, and like I said, I could not remember it, but apparently they're high tech. They're high powered. It's a high powered organization. Okay. And they kidnapped this military liaison, um, captured his plane, uh, apparently mid flight. Mm-hmm. Hijacked it. So, yeah, which that tells you something right there if they hijacked a plane mid flight. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to be a commercial plane where they bought tickets. This is going to be a military plane in the air. Yeah, so these guys aren't screwing around. They they hijacked no. an in-flight military plane. So, and you know, that was guarded by, you know, service people. So so we get to see Sam do his, that I loved him coming out of the plane and the wings coming okay, out. Yeah. Like when he, so, they seen him. Yes. So what was important about this is you got to remember um, this part too is you have to make sure that they don't. They said you have to make sure you don't that laugh doesn't deliver on the threat, and it, they've entered Tunisian airspace, and apparently this is like a no-fly zone. It, U.S. military can't be seen out there, so right. this is extremely important to this part here. Mm-hmm. Why we'll find out in a minute. Okay. You like seeing them fly out? I like. I did. It was a cool visual. I like because this kicked off totally different tone than One Division. One Division was, you know, uh, a little, little slower, more character development type things, and we're we're jumping into action right away with this one. And uh, you know, we've been so long without any like your typical your typical action, action. your typical marvel action we got some in one division we got some but we got very like small scale stuff and uh, and we well, had to wait for it which is fine i mean i'm not knocking that at all i love that whole series but it was worth the wait it was worth the wait and but here we see like he's he's going like he's inserting he's going wings are out it's uh like you know it's it's mcu ass kicking time oh yeah and i agree with Kyle at every aspect it was just the visuals are just amazing what they're doing. I like, you can't believe this is TV. Mm-hmm. On so the television box. They said on the television box, they said, you're going to meet up with Lieutenant Torres. Who's going to be your contact. Um, then you see this armored transport down there. This guy looking up in the sky with his little binoculars. Mm-hmm. And he said, Sam Torres here. And to me, that rang a bell already if it's who I thought it was, but we don't find out his name first. Okay. Um, so as they're going on and he's, you know, he's telling Sam, I'm your boots on the ground. I'll, I'll tell you what's going on, how far out you are. He has, he has the HUD. He has all the intel. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, he, he Falcon spots the plane. which was this. I love this scene. I loved this scene so much. (laughs) He said, you know, hey, you know, any sign of laugh? I'm like, no, nothing, 
nothing yet. You know, I'll keep tracking the chatter. And he goes up to this Air Force plane and goes up to the cockpit, basically, by the camera and looks in the window. And the pilot's dead. Shot through the head. And then there's this guy right there just, you know, sitting and flying. He's flying <laughs> the plane. He's flying the plane. Yeah. Probably singing his head, hijacking hey. another plane. <laughs> Oh, I'm so Thursday. <laughs> Just another Thursday. <laughs> um, that'll be our next theme song. <laughs> um, and you know, Sam relays to Torres. You know, they've already hijacked the plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, Torres goes, "Oh, we're gonna need to call some people." That yeah. line right there made me instantly like Torres already. Yeah, he was because you knew super <laughs> relatable from the get go. Yeah. So good character. Um, he's probably gonna and then die. you know, he's probably going to die. And the the guy's already speaking French, which to me at this point had me thinking: Could we've already seen a couple of French terrorists in earlier MCU movies? Which made me think: Are we going to see them again? I don't know. I go surely not. Those Frenchies. The Frenchies. Yeah. And then uh, he looks up, he spots Sam, and Sam basically just jumps up and goes backwards and spreads his wings and, you know, catches the air current, which, like I said, just a cool scene. Mm -hmm. Just a cool, cool scene. And it's amazing to think how much firepower we see, or not firepower, but just thrust that Sam's pack actually has to keep up with a full transport plane and full flight mm-hmm. and actually overtake it. Um, then as he's there, this guy comes up in this purple and gold suit. And that's the point I go, is that him? I think it is. Do you remember who it was? Um, I don't remember what his name was, but I'm, I'm curious who you think him was based off the color scheme. Batrock from uh the winter soldier the guy he fought on the ship the opening scene oh. that they invaded and he kind of kept up with steve for a little bit really good fighter the french guy yeah yeah and he said put down the shield you know fight me like a man that guy yeah yeah it's, and sure enough that was that was batrock okay um, okay i didn't catch that and here's the thing that's the colors that he wears in the comic book Okay. So I was, I was telling Mrs. Guyver, uh, my wife there, I was telling her, uh, <laughs> there's this one scene, there's a couple scenes he's looking at the camera. I go, look, it's, it's a uh, best choice, Nick Jonas, <laughs> except he's a lot bigger. But if you look, he kind of looks a little like Nick Jonas. Uh, when you order your Nick Jonas from Wish. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Wish Jonas. Wish Jonas. Wish Jonas. Uh, but Jonas. yeah, it's Batrock. Okay. Um, and he's saying, you know, there's a man on the windshield and he's like, you know, Louie, I'm going to kill you. And he kind of smacks him on the head. It'd be like you and me if I said something like that. Mm. Yeah. You'd be like, whatever. And Falcon goes, all right, switch into plan B. And then I thought this is cool. He had an x-ray basically with a heads up target on his HUD from his visor. And he sees uh, two bad guys hurting what he assumes is his his target and it's like keep him from flopping around 
And they're like, he's he's a fish, you know. Maybe we just need to gut him at this point, which can tell they don't give a shit about this guy. Yeah. So, what do you think at that part? Uh, the uh, besides they were bad guys. I was waiting to see like. I was ready for the entrance because that was. Let me go back here. Is that after he scanned the plane. That was after he scanned. Yeah, he scanned the plane, and then that's when he saw the basically the X-ray. Okay. Yeah. They were talking about. And so I was curious. I just tells him waiting to see like how he was going to enter. Like he's got to come in the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going in through the cockpit because he's been spotted there. So if you can't go in the front door, you got to go in the back door. Or side door, mm-hmm. I guess, is what he eventually does. So I, I was just curious to see how he was going to enter it, uh, which, you know, we did see was the, the detachable uh, jetpack. What does he call it? Um, so that is that is our third Easter egg. Okay. Fourth Easter egg, I guess. That's Red Wing. There we go. In, in the comics, Red Wing is an actual falcon, Red Falcon, mm-hmm. um, that he has a telepathic link with. Okay. So... It, it's actually a really cool bird because you know he can tell it what to do, and Red Wing can relay information to him, much like this can, except it's a drone here, mm-hmm. and a lot more fire firepower, firepower. So, like I, I can already, I already know because like you know, like my position on non super superheroes, and like I, I just mm-hmm. I like them, you know, and mm-hmm. and so that's where Falcon, like I'm kind of excited for this you know i'm partial to hawkeye and black widow um iron man you know because the they're super normal people or normal super people people super normal wait people he kyle likes roads I, I got i got in a loop there but yeah i mean he's just a he's just a normal dude that yeah, is I agree. really freaking talented. So that's, that's, uh, I'm kind of, you know, there's no super serum. There's no cosmic rays. There's no gamma radiation. He's just a guy that trained and threw on some badass wings and is, uh, kicking tail in the skies right now or about to be. So that's, I'm, I'm, I get more and more excited it, about this, this show the more I think about it just because of that, that aspect. It's kind. It's kind of refreshing in a world full of superheroes that we're seeing, because mm-hmm. superheroes are kind of. I don't know if you all have been around the past ten years or not, but uh, superheroes are kind of flooding the market, mm-hmm. and it's uh, most of them are super powered. Well, and I've been so, watching like the boys over the last what week and a half. So I'm a little cynical to people with actual powers. They can be assholes. That's that's not a good example. <laughs> I'm just saying that's sticking. You know. Uh, whatever so but. we are we are gonna nurky the boys and we are gonna actually have a um in-depth review of the comic too and the comparisons between the two and then we'll do a comparison between the two because i actually gave kyle um the omni second omnibus so he can catch up mm-hmm. then i then we need to get him on a three and four but yeah that's a story for another time yeah so um, um let's get into him getting into the plane so okay so the- what does red wing do I mean, he, he does the, you know, the kind of the, the plasma, basically flying plasma cutter, pops the door yep. open. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I suspend a lot of display, you know, I do that suspension of belief, disbelief, however you word it for things that happened when, when the door popped off the plane, I was anticipating some crazy turbulence, the plane going nuts because, you know, you got that drop in pressure. That's kind of what happens with the plane. 
and eventually it did start dropping but i was i was one that initial like wiggle 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 of it going down um yeah it took it a little bit to happen they started dropping but then you get to see some you know real good falcon ass kicking and the utilization did he use his wings here as the shield that was something i wanted to yeah we do we do and so well it's we get to see how awesome of a fighter. So Steve was Rogers. Captain America had the super soldier serum. So his punches packed a punch, mm-hmm. you know, if you will. He was trained, you know, to fight Yeah. by the military. So was Sam. But Sam doesn't have any superpowers. Sam is just, you know, he's, he's black ops trained, basically. And he's an awesome fighter. Well, like, I don't think we really got to see that in the movies. But he's going hand to hand. He's taking on four guys here. And the and the fights of the Batrock in this because those are so good, look so good. Because I mean, you know who plays him, right? Who Bat Batrock? Yeah. No, Nick so, Jonas. No, the George St. Pierre, the UFC fighter. Oh, that's really him. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. And so that's which you know, is why well, his fights look so awesome. You know, he's in here briefly, but you know. It's a great fight. So that, oh. mm-hmm. And not a bad yeah, actor. No, know? he's actually not. A little, little quick little part there, but not a bad actor. And, you know, and I really like the part where Sam kicks out his wings and kicks kicks him. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. I, I was, I really liked when he, he pulled the wings around to form a shield. Like when I saw that, I'm like foreshadowing, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Like he's, he's got his shield and it was, mm-hmm. In 100% intentionally in the shape of a shield. He wasn't shielding with his wings. His wings became a shield, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, then and it was quick. So what it do you was, think that's foreshadowing? I think I, I know what I think. About I, it. I mean, I think what it's eventually think? foreshadowing him taking on the helm of Captain America by the end of this run, mm-hmm. or at least by the end of this series, um, setting it up for him to, he may not do it by the end of the series, but I think he that, may do it in phase four. May do it in phase four. Or, I mean, Marvel could do it at the end of this because we've been so starved for content for the last year and a half that mm-hmm. they may they may rush some things through. And I think they can I think they can they have the ability to rush them through without them feeling rushed. Right. We got a full story out of out of one division in nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had there was enough there that that could have been two feature films. There's enough content right. there that could have been two feature films. So I mean, you think about it, we've got two movies worth of content in one division. We have a few less episodes here, but um, I think it, given the Marvel treatment, because, I mean, it's these are not low-budget TV shows. This is high-budget, good-quality shit that mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think that they can they can push it through. I mean, they're doing miniseries is what it is. Back in the day, you know, Friday night, ABC, you had the two or three or four part or Stephen King movies spread out over, you know, eight or nine hours. That's, that's what we're getting right now. Um, We're getting a major movie busted up into sections. This could have been its own movie. WandaVision could have been its own movie. Well, this could be its own movie. I mean, I'm fairly confident. We'll see after the run of it that you could watch it at length, you know, binge it and it'll feel like Mm -hmm. very long movie experience. Not like you're watching a TV show. Right. And what's important to note, why we think that this could be Sam taking up the mantle. In the comic, Sam did take up the mantle of Captain America for um, a while. Who are our um, alternatives, he became, though? 
who are who are alternatives for taking up the mantle. Mm -hmm. Um, well, there's one at the end of this episode. Right. Well, we'll go over that one. Mm -hmm. There is um the Punisher took up his shield for a while in the comics. Which we haven't seen the Punisher because Netflix owned the right to the Punisher. Um, important to note, extremely important to note that all the Netflix shows, they had a three-year um, contract where Marvel couldn't do anything with them. Right. That three years is up. Um, there's rumor that Daredevil's in the new Spider-Man movie. So it's Fox Verts all over again. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. It's and not as big a floodgate, but it's, you know. No. Well, Netflix is, they did a, I think Netflix did a great job with, the Marvel stuff because it got us excited about stuff again. I watched I watched a few episodes of The Punisher. I really liked it. I wanted to finish it. Um. Oh wait, never. I never even started it. <laughs> I watched I watched a couple episodes. Dude. It was Too it much. was it was gritty. It was it, it was grittier than anything the MCU. I, I think grittier than anything the MCU stuff is doing. So if we can bring if The Punisher shows up and it kind of holds mm. that grittiness, it was. I hate to make that comparison, but you know we've talked about how the DC. Uh, DC Universe stuff feels grimier, feels grittier and mm -hmm. darker and stuff like that. Yep. It, to me, Punisher Netflix series had that's that was. had that feel. Yeah. Well, that's how kind of Daredevil was too. The second episode of Daredevil was this eight-minute fight scene with no camera breaks. Nice. Um, and it was amazing. I just remember seeing how good it was. And it was just well acted. So I'm excited the prospect that these characters might make it in. Mm hmm um yeah punisher took up the mantle for a little bit um there's a couple people who took up the mantle it just depends on who you're talking about but there's one main one that we're going to talk about in this end of this episode okay well, let's roll on um, through the fight okay so batrock kind of gives him this shit-eating smile and shoots at him mm -hmm. um they strap the captain on was he a captain i can't remember they, they strap the soldier onto their back and jump out into these suits. The best way I can describe these suits is if you saw, was it Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, I think, where um, Josh Dumel's character jumped, they all jumped out of the plane. Oh, the wingsuits. Oh, I know. Yeah, the wingsuits. Like Godzilla. They were in the first Godzilla movie, the 2014 Godzilla. Flying, um, basically flying squirrels. No, Frank squir flying squirrels. Yeah. So they all jump out of that. And then you see Torres on the ground going, Sam, you know, Sam's not paying attention because uh, Sam's just trying to stay alive at this point right now. Yeah. Um, he shoots at Sam and it's a wing again. So it's not the shield. So that's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. Just that shit eating grin just pisses you off. And he mm. jumps out. Sam just jumps out. And I love this somersault he does. He's like, I do this for fun. Yeah. It's a little flair. Um, and then I like Torres because Torres is watching the whole thing and he goes, Oh, and starts laughing. Oh, yeah. He's, Again, fan, he's fanboying me, it up. And like, oh, makes me instantly like Torres. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they jump out, and then this is the start of the most incredible. I think it's probably one of the best fight scenes that we've had to date in the MCU. Fight or flight? I uh, both. Oh. <laughs> Well, thank you. I see what you did there. You see what I did there? Yeah. I didn't even mean yeah, to do that. It just happened. We haven't had a flight fight scene like this ever in the MCU. Um, with we don't just have this a, amount of guys. We don't have a lot of flying superheroes. Mm -mm. And the, the couple that we did, it wasn't to this level. No. 
I mean, this 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 was a dog fight. It really was. Yeah. Midair dog fight. And I thought it was cool. Batrock, you know, flipping over and shooting the dual guns at Sam. Mm -hmm. All while this is going on. I thought that was just really cool. And Sam is just doing circles around them. And he grabs one guy and pulls his parachute. And there goes the guy. Mm -hmm. Next thing we know, they're going through these these uh, canyons, and you know they're going through these small crevices because they don't have anything wide. It's just their their uh, flight suits. Mm -hmm. What'd you call them? Uh, their wingsuits. The wingsuits. Yeah. Sam's having to go around because he's too wide to get through, and then they go through this one part, and Sam's wings start scraping the canyon. Okay, and I will totally admit this. I like stuff to look nice. Mm-hmm. All I could think about was how scratched up the tips of his wings were going to be at that point. Oh, God, that's going to leave a mark. He's going to paint that's it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, and I'm like, he's going to have to paint it. I'm like, is there? I'm sure he's going to take it. that to. Like, I, I bet there's a, we got a guy for that. You think? Probably. You don't, because I don't think he's sitting in there with a grinder just buffing all the oh, crap. Oh, so let's talk about that for a sec because this is important to note. Very important part that we, forgot to say is sam isn't working for the military doing this well he's not officially that's working. what not officially working for him and that's what they tell him at the beginning you know the u.s military can't be involved on this this is why we brought you in yeah so that just keep that in your back pocket mm -hmm. yeah he's working for the that, he, that, he's not working for the military one of those things Again, keep that in your back pocket because that's going to come up here later. Yeah. Very, very important. Okay, so he's ruining his wingsuit. He'll be fine. He better paint that shit. Um, and then all of a sudden, I love this part. They make it through the canyon, and then you hear this helicopter, and it is a... Uh, it's like an attack chopper. Mm -hmm. Helicopter um, guys, let us know what kind of helicopter that is. I know there's probably one of you guys out there. So, yeah, it, I guarantee you. Vet, vet, you'll probably know. Vet, props, one of you guys. Someone. Yeah. Um, and then I love this because he's, he's trying to dodge. There's two of them. And he says, Red Wing, get them off our asses. Again, so this is not the first time there's a curse word in this, which I thought, again, holy shit, this is Disney. We're watching this on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, but you can't watch it on your kid's account, so you know it's going to be okay. Yeah, but still, you don't really expect that cursing in the Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Yeah, stay tuned this for a couple of weeks when we do the episode about Disney movies that you didn't know were Disney movies. <laughs> oh, that's mm -hmm. two weeks away after this podcast. Yeah. Um, Hot fries, mother. Okay, so we got... <laughs> um so red wing fires this missile at the helicopter takes out one it goes boom mm -hmm. next thing you know sam and red wing are just going around the, i don't think the helicopter knows who to shoot at this point no red wing starts firing off this little uh gatling gun and while they're concentrating on Red Wing, Sam flies under it, turns around, shoots this guy with a tow cable, basically, and throws him off the helicopter, mm -hmm. which was just awesome. 
Well, and what was cool coming up to that was, um, I don't know if we got past it or not, the the the, the Frenchy terrorists in their wingsuits docking into the, basically docking into the helicopters. Like, they, were, they would come in at an angle under the, the props and, like, land, like, in the helicopter. That was freaking cool. They would just, kind of, they just cool. kind of glided right on in, you know? Which, which is, if this was, I don't know if this was CGI'd or not. I'm going to say it probably was CGI'd. Them landing in the helicopter? Yeah. God, I hope so, because that's dangerous as hell. <laughs> I was. It is, but it was really cool. Like, I'd love to see the behind the scenes if this was CGI'd or not. I mean, obviously, Sam flying was CGI. <laughs> nope, that was real. No, that was real. Okay. Um, my bad. Don't break Sam, my merge. I'm sorry if I offended you. Um, that's what I do. Uh, but God, I kind of hope it wasn't because that was just freaking awesome of them getting in the copter. Yeah. He catches up with the guy carrying the captain. Some guy else grabs him. You know, they start fighting. <clears throat> um, and then I thought this is really important part too. They go inside the copter and there's Batrock. He's telling them, keep going. We're close. They're getting to that border because Taurus, you know, told him you cannot get to the border. Mm -hmm. This is no fly. They do not want Americans in there, especially American military. Right. He grabs the captain. And if you look that, I keep calling him the captain, whoever he is. Valorant starts with a V. Big Valorant? V. No. <laughs> um, he tells him, if we get to the border, he's not going to follow. He just has this defiant look. If you do the right pause, uh, like 742. Oh God, I'm two minutes ahead of you. Are you? Now keep he reading tells the him, you know, <laughs> he tells him, you know, the look tells him, you know, fuck off. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you hear this clicking and there's Sam sitting in the copter. And I love this line. He just goes, what's up? Yeah. This guy tries to attack him and he punches him in the throat. But as he does that, Another important thing to know, um, actually, I've talked to a couple of people, they missed this. He got shot. They shoot at him, and it shoots his thruster on his jetpack. Oh, yeah, I saw it, yeah. Because that, so that some is people coming missed play. Uh, he throws one guy out. Uh, one of the guys grabs Captain V, Big V. Yeah. And they go out. They kick Sam out, but his Sam's going out. He throws this, um, what is it? Like a grenade, almost. Yeah, like a little, little semtex. Little sticky thing. A little sticky a little boom. Sticky bomb. Yeah, a little sticky boom boom. Sticky boom boom, yeah. and explodes the copter, which was oh. just an awesome part. It really was. Yeah, when I get sticky boom boom on my chopper. But Sam gets his wings out. <laughs> sticky boom boom on my chopper. They better have a sticky boom boom cleaner for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I bet Harry has something. I bet Harry does have something for that sticky boom boom cleaner. Oh, write that down. Mm. Um, as Sam goes to turn and get away from the debris, he's trying to catch up with the guy who's going for the border. You see in his HUD, there's a thruster malfunction. Mm -hmm. And Torres is like, you're about to head into Libyan airspace. And he's like, is there a problem? He's like, yeah, a big problem, a big problem. We don't want to go into Libya. Batrock goes into Baltrock. I like Batrock better. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll call him Bat Rock. Bat um, Rock. No, 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 no. Apparently, no. I've been calling him all. No, 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 no. Bat Rock. Bat Rock. I like that. Bat Rock. <laughs> Bat Rock. So he gets in this other copter that is, you know, just a minute or two from the border. Um, specifically 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. Sam's trying to catch up and he sees this missile locked on and two missiles just blow p- past him. And this is the coolest scene. So that looked like a Cobra or like maybe, I oh, what was the Marine one? The Sea Stallion? I can't remember. It's one of the ones that has the missiles and the, uh, the little Hellfire missiles on mm-hmm. the side. It comes out of the... Uh, the dust, which was just a, I, we're going to keep saying it. This whole scene was a cool damn scene. Yeah. It really was. Lots of explosions. We need, we really need explosions. We need explosions. I'm a big we fan of explosions. explosions. Mm-hmm. So they're shooting the little hellfire missiles at Sam. He's dodging left and right, like, which is just amazing. But then if you think about it, it really isn't that big a deal. If you think about the winter soldier, when he was dodging the helicarriers, the helicarriers, um, all the guns, the gunfire, anti-air gunfire that they were doing. He is very nimble. Very he nimble. He is nimble. Um, they call him old nimble Sam. Old nimble Sam flying through the skies. <laughs> old nimble Sam. <laughs> and when he did kind of the somersault in midair, that was cool too. Mm-hmm. You know, then we hear uh, Torres, oh, shit, he's outnumbered. Again, there's our next cussing, which was just kind of cool for me on Disney because it's Disney. Yeah. Um, And Sam is just basically, he's just holding on at this point against this attack chopper. And he almost runs into the the, uh, blades of the other helicopter. Mm -hmm. He does a U-turn, basically, circles around for one of, like, what, five? four or five missiles that's after him goes back and hits the helicopter that's shooting at him, you know, destroys it. And Taurus is saying, you know, man, we got to call this off. We got to find another way. And then all of a sudden Sam's HUD, we see this reroute complete, you know, thrusters damage reroute or malfunction reroute complete. And Sam's just like, I just did this smile and just burns forward. Turns on the thrusters, goes through the open cockpit, and grabs Big V, Mm -hmm. like, just full speed, and goes out, which I just, oh, it was so cool. It really was. Yeah. High-profile rescue um, with the rocket still in tow, which was important because, you know, he, he saves El Capitan V, and, you know, Bat Rock is pissed. Bat Rock. Oh, it is Bat, Bat Rock. Bat, is it Bat Rock? I don't know. I'm just. It is Bat Rock. It is. Okay. So Bat Rock, you know, he's it pissed. He sees the rockets. He bails out last second, right before the explosion. So. Which means he survived again. Yeah. You get your typical, damn it, he got away again, villain <laughs> moment. But because you see him just, you know, real briefly, he flies away and coasts on into Tunisia to safety. Because I guess Tunisia is a safe haven for French terrorists. I don't know. I don't know my. <laughs> it is now. Apparently so, it is. Yeah. 
It is in our universe. Yeah. Um. And he lands in the you know Sam lands with the. Yeah, and think about that, Captain. Okay, so let's think about this. Let's back up, since because this is what we do. He's been thrown out of an airplane, a helicopter, and a helicopter again. Like he's, right. you know, he was just doing his thing, going from A to B in the plane, gets hijacked. These French assholes beat him up, throw him out of a plane while he's strapped to him, land him in a helicopter. He gets ends up going out of that helicopter to another helicopter. Wait a second, did he switch helicopters? Either way, he fell a lot through this whole. <laughs> he went through multiple helicopters. Like, and he didn't say anything during all this. So he's just like, whoop, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. Yeah. He's a lot calmer, you know, so he's, he's well-trained, I guess. I would have been losing my shit every time, like, oh! But that'd probably be more French-like, I guess, because were they French, too? Who? Captain the terrorists? No, the... Uh, oh, the Captain v, no, Captain... No, they were American. Oh, okay. I've been saying a lot of French words, as anyway. As far as we know. As far as we know. There have been a lot of French Kyle's, coming out. <laughs> Kyle's beard would be all sticking straight up over his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Well, then I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have to see it. And I was like, just cover it up. I don't want to. <laughs> it's almost long enough. We're getting there. I got a built-in mask now. Just kind of flip it up and cover. So, uh, so another Easter egg important to note. Ooh. The first fight scene that we see in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is Sam versus Batrock, right? Mm-hmm. First fight scene we saw in Captain America: The Winter Soldier was Steve versus Batrock. It's Sam. It's Steve. Yeah, Sam again. Just a parallel. Mm-hmm. Just a parallel. So, is this setting up for the end of the series? Could be. Somebody needs to kill that son of a bitch. That's really what it comes down to. Right. He is slippery. So we see. He is. We're in. Is it Tanzania or Tunisia? Um, Tunisia. That too. Tunisia, Tuninza, mm. Tu, Turalu. Piss off all our Tunisian listeners. We don't have any there yet. That's why we are. You don't at, know. We are. <laughs> we are at a solid one percent. <laughs> we are at a solid one percent in Ireland now. Nice. Thank you, Ireland. Thank Apparently, you, Ireland. the person in Ireland told their friend. So we got two in Ireland, is what I'm guessing. Oh, we got Germany now, too. Someone mm. in Germany and someone in UK. So we're international. So I'm sorry for the... Uh, what is, What was it? Tunisians? No, the Tunisians. Tunisians. They're fine. They're not listening. Tunisian. Okay. You're not listening anyway. Yeah. Um. We see a shot being put down before Sam and, you know, we see Torres grabbing it. Then we see Red Wing in this bag and then there's Sam obviously repairing his his suit. Yeah, he's he's repairing a obviously multi-million dollar piece of equipment with a soldering iron on a dusty street market table. Yep. And Torres looks at him and he goes, you could try and reroute that to the other. And then Sam's like, hey, could you not? He's like, oh, you know, it's like my bad, man. <laughs> And Sam's like, you know, I've been working with the Air Force for six months now. So we think that the time period between the funeral and this was six months. Christy, maybe. 
or this Maybe is a flashback? Uh, I Maybe. think this is a. I don't know. I don't know either. Now, now that got me thinking. I, I kind of think this is a flashback. I think this is after. Well, shit. I don't know now. I think it's a flashback. I don't know. It's because they don't really tell in the timeline. I want to say this is a flashback because the opening scene shows us Sam getting ready. Right. So it's kind of what I think. Hmm. But, you know, Sam's telling Taurus, we need to think about that. Son of a bitch. He tells him, okay. Every time Ops touches him, he gets all glitchy. Like he's saying, don't fuck with my shit. Mm hmm. Find your own R2. You know, yeah, find your own R2. And Taurus is cracking up going, you know, those poor techs can't keep up with a billion returning IP addresses and your sick-ass start level tech. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this guy goes, hey, Avengers, and he's speaking Arabic, and he tells him, you know, you brought my wife back to me. Thank you. And which means that if you remember in Endgame, the Sokovia Accords and WandaVision. Soups are labeled dangerous. They have to be kept an eye on, which makes you think, you know, everyone's afraid of them. That's why we have the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Sam's technically not a soup, technically. Technically, but he's part of the Avengers. Part of the Avengers. So that would make him a soup. I think uh, I think he, he had a good enough attorney he could argue that in court that he's not a soup, but... <laughs> Which is true. I digress. I am not. I am not a soup. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Agnew, come here. Um, <laughs> uh, if God. you guys get that reference, let us know because Kyle and I are cracking each other up on this. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> so. This goes to show that not everyone is against the soups, which I thought this was really important to show that there's still people out there who love them and appreciate them. Yeah. And Sam's very humble about it. He's just like, always happy to help, sir. You know, didn't ask for anything. And uh, Torres is sitting there with his phone. And he's like, could you say that again in Arabic? Like he's recording the whole thing. Yeah, and I, I thought it was odd that... Like he's he's working on the tech, he's out in the open, he's doing all this stuff, and he didn't like wig out about Torres recording him. Like no. I would think that would be something to be like, no, no, you know, don't when you got super secret shit going on here, don't record this, you know. I don't want it on the Instagrams. But uh yeah, he was cool with it. It's like, okay, you know, no big deal. So, you know, you just think that Torres is just recording stuff like like any of us would do if we were in a foreign country. Yeah. Oh, look, here's my breakfast. Mm -hmm. Look, I got, look, I'm posing with a local. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and Taurus is saying, you know, these LAF crews, man, they're, uh, they're trying to take advantage of the chaos and make some money. So this is after they bring everyone back, we know. Yeah. And this is after everything that happens in Endgame. So we know we know what time period we're in. We don't know the time frame yet. We know what time period we're past. Right, right. We know we have a, a fairly solid, you know, starting point. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so I don't know if you noticed. Oh, shit. Where'd he go? So after he kind of packed everything up that um, in the background. So they're in the street market, mm-hmm. right? You're going past a really important part before you hit that. Oh, no, this is fine. In in the in the background of the street market stuff, you can see you know there's shops and there's well there's people mm-hmm. you know buying and selling people walking. There's a red scarf hanging in the background, and I think that might be a hint to Mephisto. I'm not sure, but hold on, I am I'm looking <laughs> this up. Oh yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That took Justin me a little bit to set up. You gotta article. give me that one. Yeah, I will give you that. Again, uh, a hearty fuck you. Um, <laughs> you bastard. But yeah, you got me with that one. I'm like, there's a scarf? Where's the scarf? <laughs> Ro, no. Uh, oh, no. Oh, row, Raggy. We got um, away with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> bastard. Okay, Justin sent us this damn text, and it said, was it the director or was it Fiji? Fiji. Who said that? Fiji? Fedgy, who said that they'd never even heard of Mephesto. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I didn't read the article. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, sorry, Justin. I didn't read that. You sent it at a bad time. Uh, I need to go back and read that now. <laughs> like, let him, but, I need to let him know. Like, If he's going to send his long articles to read, it needs to be on or about my during, poop time. So I can... Yeah, but I was going to say during poop time. During poop time, and then I can really dedicate my focus to... Uh, digesting what's going on in the art. Probably not the right word yeah. to use for that. I mean, just but. no, no, no. <laughs> digesting my heart. No. <laughs> and we know how Kyle uh, reads comics. Now he eats them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He eats them. Retain the knowledge. <laughs> they go, oh, what happened? What does that look like? Oh, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you you don't want to be around when I'm on a toxic Avenger kick. That's... <laughs> bad news uh, attack of the killer tomatoes yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so uh just of note if you want to talk to kyle about something and him thinking depth, do it during his poopy time yeah ask me ahead of time like you about to poop yeah okay cool then you need to read this cool <laughs> literally digest this mm-hmm. so the important so, thing that I, that I didn't skip over when i faked you out okay good yes you got a f- complete fake out so Torres is looking and then all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden this big hand pops up, which means it's like AR um, mm-hmm. or AVR augmented virtual reality. Yeah. Like uh, when like uh, the 19 crimes um, wine bottles or the walking dead wine bottles, you can use the AVR app and it, they actually come to life. I think that's kind of what this is. It you know, you can like, hide it in plain sight. Like he was doing uh, Pokemon Go, but with the, uh, what was it, the Dark Brotherhood from Skyrim and from Elder Scrolls. Yes. yes. <laughs> it looked like the uh, orc handprints from Lord of the Rings. That like did. When they put it on the orc eye. Mm-hmm. On the uh, <laughs> halfling. Or just a hand. Or just, or just a hand in red. Way to ruin that. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it could just be a hand. I guess it could just be a hand. And he said, you know, you see these guys, this is who you need to worry about. You know, he's he's stumbled on their manifesto on message boards. I'm like, he's going on message boards? And then he says, they call themselves the Flag Smashers. Here's your next Easter egg. 
Flag Smashers in the comic is a villain. It's not a group. It's a villain named Flag Smasher. And he is one guy. He clashes with Captain America quite often in the comic. Uh, his goal is to liberate Earth from national rule. He doesn't like governments. Yeah. It's basically like what he was talking about with the group. Well, it could still be just one person, but the group is taking on the name. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. We don't know yet. It's only episode one. No. But so he's the anti-cap. Captain America is all about, you know, the government, life, liberty, and the American way. Flag Mm -hmm. Smasher is against all of that. Basically, anarchy. All for them. Yeah. And Taurus mentions that um, they think the world was better bef- better during the blip when half of the population went away, which is a really interesting statement. Taurus is like, trust me, it wasn't. Yeah, like Thanos super, uh, sympathizers. There we go. Yeah, right. And then, which I love that Falcon says, is where he says, you know, trust me. Um, it gets better for one group. But for another group, it gets worse. Yeah. Every time something gets better for one, it gets worse for another. So, which means it's cause and effect. Yeah. And this is, I think this is going to be an important line because they kind of emphasize this part. He says, yes, yeah, um, essentially, these people, they want a world that's unified without borders. So, my guess is under the rule of Flag Smasher, I don't know. Mm. Could be. Um, it could be. There's something else I got from that um, whole mm-hmm. run right there before, because after this, you know, they cut to Washington. Um, but Torres makes a comment, you know, of all the things that the rumors and stuff that Sam was up to. And he's like, oh, well, you know, there were rumors that you were at a, at a base on the moon. And then, you know, at the end of the conversation, he's like, you know, I got to go. And he's like, you know, go, go do moon stuff. So there's some like possible alluding to more space stuff. Like sorty space stuff, maybe like a little subtle hint, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it might have just been a little thing of humor, but um, they're they Marvel knew damn good and well that's going to put that thought in a few people's head. So mm-hmm. they did in mine. So like ooh space stuff. Ooh space stuff. He's candy. And Sam tells him if anything, you know, gets serious, let me know. Which means you know I'm going to come running. Yeah. And Torres is just like, yeah, I'll check the chatter. I'll see what they're saying. And he, yeah. And he did talk about that. He said, I got to ask you about this. You know, there's a lot of talk about Steve conspiracy theories. And then that's when he brought up the, you know, the secret base on the moon. Yeah. Looking down over us. And then, you know, Sam just kind of looking, just kind of not really, he's dismissing it while not, not dismissing it at the same time. He wasn't very convincing like, about I get, it. Like, there's, they left enough little bit of... In my, I'm going to hang on to that one. Right. So... There is... You know, he's he's talking about how... You know, so, you know, whoo, you know, you're not flying him there. So, this is important to note, too. That... 
the banter between Torres and Falcon, this is the first time that they really sit down and talk. Because mm-hmm. before they were on the mission. But it's like they've known each other for years to me. Like just yeah. chit-chat. They hit it this off really was very well. reminiscent. Yeah. And this was reminiscent of me, again, of the Winter Soldier when Steve first met Sam on the left. On the left. Just how they immediately started talking like they were old friends. Yeah. You know? So that was very reminiscent of me, like uh, like maybe a potential partnership coming up, maybe. I mean, we know it's going to be him and Bucky in this show. Yeah, but he's he's going to be... the title obviously involved like they right they sitting up too good right then to not be you know he's um i'm not real confident for his fate throughout this series you know makes him get colson maybe but you know they introduced somebody early on that we're going to connect with and we're going to really like and just to rip him away from us <laughs> when that's going to happen as marvel does mm-hmm and then, uh, you know, Sam's going off and he's like, you know, Torres is like, where are you going? He's like, Washington, you know, do moon stuff. Mm-hmm. Torres is like, oh. Um, okay, so this this happened right before we saw him, the opening scene then. So this was just like right before that because he was going to Washington to the Smithsonian for the this dedication thing. We're going to see in the next scene. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it was in the past. Yeah, it was okay. it briefly, it was directly before we saw the opening scene, like days before. So there's where we are in the timeline. Yep, figured it out. Yay, we're the smartest. Zoidberg is the winner. Um, I see a picture of Steve and you hear Sam giving what we assume is, we think it's like a eulogy. I thought it was. We're not sure. But then we look and... It says Smithsonian all over the banner, so we know he's at the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. He's got the shield in front of me, or in front of not me, him. It was technically in front of me too. Yeah, you're sitting in the correct area. Yeah. And then here is important to note: we get the time frame of where we are today. Mm-hmm. Sam says a few months ago, billions of people reappeared after five years. So we're a couple months after Endgame. Yep. So, so we're two, three months. That puts us not too far after WandaVision. All this, all this is rolling out fairly quickly. I'm wondering if it's during the same same time period as WandaVision. Could be. You know, and they just, you know, WandaVision or the whole WandaVision or Wanda event thing could have been kept really well under wraps. Because that was... Which, that, if it's... Sword, it probably was. Yeah, because that was that was sword shit. That that wasn't shield shit. So don't step in the sword shit. Don't step in the sword shit or the shield shit. Or the shield shit. Don't step in shit. So Sam's giving this speech, and then here's another egg, Easter egg. You look out in the audience, and there's Rhodey. There's War Machine. Oh, he's showing his age too, isn't he? God, he is he ever? Yeah. Still looking good, but he looks old. Yeah. Um, Anthony Mackie still looks extremely young. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Falcon. But yeah, Don Chidel. Mm-hmm. He's, well, how old is he? Now, let me look. Here. I don't know. He's got gray hair. 
He's not as old as I thought he was. Yeah, he's 64, so he's or born in 64. Is he really 64? Well, he was born in 64, my bad. So he's oh. 50, uh, 5, 56, somewhere in there. I'm not, I can't do the quick oh. maths right now. He's not 64. Um, damn close enough. Yeah. Which is not that old now. He's in his late 50s. So... Sam's talking about symbols and, you know, it's just a really great speech. And he's like, you know, men and women give, you know, they're nothing, symbols are nothing without the men and women behind them. And he's like, this thing picks up the shield and he, he he's telling him, I don't know if there's ever been a greater symbol. Um, but this is just a symbol. There's the man who propped it up is who, the identity was. It's not the shield. Mm -hmm. The shield's just the symbol for the man, which again, it's just a great speech. <clears throat> and he's like, today we honor Steve's legacy. We'll also look to the future, which I swear to God at this point, I thought he was going to announce, I'm taking up the shield. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's what I thought at this point. Glad he didn't because that would have been just like, what, in the first, how far are we in this damn thing? Not even 15 and, and, minutes. And then it would be the end. Yeah. And we're like, we haven't even seen Winter Soldier yet. We just got Falcon. Now we don't even have Falcon anymore. We got Captain Falcon. That would have been way too fast. <laughs> the end. Mm -hmm. So he's like, you know, thank you, Captain America. And they get it. And this guy in white gloves, we're going to call him Jeeves. Jeeves grabs it and puts it in the case. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. They put his shield in display. And I'm like, and it's like thin glass. It's going to be so easy to take. Mm -hmm. That's like... That anything in a glass case like that in a museum is like a flame to a supervillain moth. Like they're drawn to it. Like, ooh, something just got put in a really clear case in a museum. We've got to go steal it. Like you just ding, it's going off. Kilgore. It's like they don't watch these movies. Like they don't know. They're not they, aware. They should be aware. They should watch these movies. Then they'd be smart like us. Yeah. That's just begging for some guy to come down off the ceiling with ropes and a night vision goggles. Spider costume. Mm -hmm. Prowler. <laughs> um, it goes in the case. He's got the white gloves. Yeah. Rhodey's talking to um, Sam at this point. Yeah. And he doesn't, you know, let's, let's take a walk. So, and Sam's just telling me, yeah. Is, hey, this, go ahead. is this the same place where Bucky walked through? Um, oh, didn't he visit? No, Steve visited too. I don't know if that was the Smithsonian or not. I bet it was. It looks really similar. So I bet it was. I, you know what? I bet it is. I bet it's the same Captain America exhibit. Because Bucky saw the uh, the exhibit display whatever for the Howling Commandos in. Which one was that? In one of them. I'm a little tired. Wheels aren't turning as fast. But you know what I'm talking about. Like the... And so yes. Was that... It wasn't Endgame. Was it Winter Soldier? Maybe. Well, this is an updated one, though, because it is while he's talking to him, there's the, the Or was wall. it Civil War? Yeah, because you see the it talks about the blip and the vanished and final mission and all that stuff. So this is, yeah. at the very least, an updated one. So... Actually, I would love it if they had something like that. Like, I would walk through it. Yeah. I'd walk through it all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you, then you see Bucky Barnes, friend and brother, killed in action. And then there's a picture of Bucky, which we know he's not, but according to them, he is. Yeah. And then if you look at the next sign, it says Winter Soldier from friend to foe. Let me go back a little bit. I got ahead of you. Okay. And then the, the next sign, third sign, says a threat from within Hydra. So it's going through the time frame of um, Captain America, the first Avenger, then the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And then we're seeing um, after the Age of Ultron, Civil War, because we're seeing the last sign says the Sarkovia Accords. But yeah. we zoom in on, on Bucky. Um, I thought it was really cool. We saw the Hydra guns in there too. Yeah. You see Cap's bike. Um, you know, just a bunch of Easter eggs in here. The vanished. You see the ring that the Ma flew in to New York on Endgame, or excuse me, uh, Infinity War. I'm going back a little bit. This was one that I should have went through a lot more of the bombers and the Hydra factories. Oh, 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 another Easter egg backing up a little bit from your comment about the moon, Taurus's comment about the moon mm-hmm. in space. So the guy who lives on the moon in the comics is, um, I can never pronounce it. It's like Utu, Uatu. Mm-hmm. He's the watcher, the guy who does, he in the comics hosted the what if series because his task, the watchers, their task, they're these big guys with like these, like, toga capes basically big giant heads and big eyes they can never interfere their job their race's job is to watch history unfold and they tell its story they can also see every possibility they can watch every multiverse at the same time which we know the multiverse is a big part of phase four Mm -hmm. that's dr strange we also know that there is a marvel what if series coming on disney plus oh with alternate timelines like the what if series is like you know like what if bucky had never died during the war what if spider-man got bit by a radioactive pig oh spider pig spider pig spider pig peter porker um you know then you would know that's what the whole what if series is so this could be foreshadowing maybe not yeah I don't know, but that's that's kind of that's just kind of an important little part there. I, I think it is. Um, oh, and then if you look, um, when he hands the guy the shield to, Captain's on his left. Captain America is on his left, which is a nod to on your left. Oh, okay. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it was still funny. I'm going through looking through more uh, stuff in the exhibit. So we got now is Rhodey's oh, talking oh, with him. Oh, go ahead. So the last sign right next to the vanished, there's a picture of Steve. And if you stop on it, it tells you a final mission. So it tells what happens on Cap's final mission. You can't zoom in enough to see it. I uh, see it talks about Tony Stark. The help. To, and I, 
It's the return oh, of the Infinity Stones. There we go with the deaths of Tony Stark. So that's damn these that's eyes. That. So, well, it's not these eyes. It's too small to read. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm like. I'm staring at it hardcore, trying to like. I'm gonna get over my. I'm trying screen. to. Is it like when you used to look at the fuzzy channels? Yeah, like we gotta just we gotta adjust the sharpness. <laughs> like I think that's a boob. I think it's a boob. We're gonna go with it's being a boob. It's a boob. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was real cool because you see like the old comics covers mm-hmm. on this little wall, the collage, and then you see like the "I Want You" by War Bonds now picture. And just all the old stuff that we saw from the first movie. Um, like you started, yeah. I'm just kind of looking at it. Out. I'm, I looked at it before, but it's, it's, I've got, I'm like up close with my, with my uh, computer look, screen now, so I can like, so really look at it. Look at there. So look at that bottom, uh, the comic book cover. Um, on the bottom panel there, that's actually Captain America number one. Um, and that was from 1941. And if you look, that's Cap punching Hitler. That's where they got the um, nod from the movie. But that's actually Cap punch- punching Hitler. That is, was Captain America number one. Is it under the picture of him standing on the Nazi? Yep. Is that what uh, okay. Hitler. Yep. Uh-huh. Nice. So yeah, if you look carefully, that's that's Captain America number one, which is just really cool. Um. As it's doing the real close thing, you can see Hitler's little stash. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so he's having um, the, he's having the talk with the roadie here. Mm-hmm. And, okay, yeah, on that. And this is where roadie asked him why he didn't take mm-hmm. up the mantle. Right, and th- we see the shield right next to Cap's final costume. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's and, a little weird looking. It, it just that would that kind of because it's like a shell of Captain there. You know, he's not there. It's on a mannequin, but right? It's just weird looking to see that, right? Um, and then Sam's tearing up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a we're gonna, I'm gonna constantly say B Rob was here. He'd make fun of me for saying, you know, you're saying every scene's a cool scene. It's like yes, because I love this so much. Yeah. Um, if y'all don't notice, we get really excited at this stuff. It's good stuff. Especially me. So we see this uh, Asian guy walking into this hotel. And it's like talking to this woman. And, you know, you're wondering what you're going here. And, you know, they're like, hey, let's go to last call. He's like, I got to go prep for this session. They go off to the hotel bar. Really nice looking old hotel old style mm-hmm. and then we see these uh armed guys walking around just all over the place and two guys are standing there and then all of a sudden we see this metallic arm punch through the wall and pull him back through and then we see bucky kick through the wall and start basically killing everyone there all these guards yep I like you know, he this. He throws a knife at one. He stabs another one. This is my favorite. What's that? Like uh, visual look of Bucky, like the mask. The, you know the, the oh, yeah. badass Winter Soldier looks like this. 
um, of all the characters, like this is one of my the favorite hair. looks. Yeah, of all the characters in MCU, this is like one of my favorite looks. Because it's just an awesome ass. look. Yeah. He's like and then the emo you know, he, cyborg he ninja. Kills. <laughs> emo ninja. Mm-hmm. Emo ninja. <laughs> he wants to kill you, but he just can't. He's too busy, like swaying in the corner. Cool. He's got to brood about it for it's a little very bit. Very Robert Smith look. He's gonna brood. Like I was a little disappointed they didn't put the scene to like a Cure song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and you know, not real Friday. I'm in love. Um. <laughs> but Bucky basically kills everyone. In this scene, yeah. he he jumps down. He does this cool little flip over the railing and catches his target, which is the old guy we see walking. And he pushes him through this door. And as you see this, you see this guy in the background just watching the whole thing happen. And he's choking this guy. And then you hear him whisper, Hail Hydra. What did you think at this point? And so I was trying to figure out if this was him killing for Hydra or him killing Hydra personnel. See, I thought that he was, yeah, I kind of thought the same, but at the same time, I I thought maybe Bucky went bad again. Oh, okay. So you went a whole different route. Thought he even relapsed. Though, yeah, even, even though the, yeah, even though the programming was taken out in Wakanda, yeah. I'm like, well, maybe maybe they got him again because we don't know what happened in these months. Mm-hmm. He basically snaps the guy's neck, you know. The guy chokes, dies. Bucky just looks and you hear this rattling. And Bucky just calmly looks and it's that guy who we saw walking in with his comrades saying he needs to prep for the session tomorrow. He can't get the key in the door. And I remember... My wife goes, what hotel has this old time key in the door? <laughs> good point. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. I'm like, well, if you watched me stream at dead of night, that hotel has it. Yeah, but even like, I don't know. I don't stay in a lot of old fancy hotels. I'm just going to assume that they're going to be like the best Western and they're going to upgrade to the key cards. You're not going to have something with a tag on it that you... Yeah. Our Tom Modell keeps the light on for you. Mm-hmm. They even have key cards. They do. They do. I don't know. Maybe I need to stay in more fancy hotels. So, but yeah. He... <laughs> if you guys uh, listen and like to sponsor us for research, uh, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. We'll definitely do that. Uh, Kyle needs a vacation. If you guys want to sp- sponsor a weekend and a special lady friend for him, uh, not that you're paying for a lady friend. Let me specify. You're not paying for a lady friend for him. No, he no, can, he's don't try it out all the Leave the options out. Don't leave, you know. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so if no. you guys want to set up a uh, Patreon for that, you know, let us know. It's it's like a GoFundMe, but... Sponsor, it, sponsor it, it, Kyle. It sounds like a GoFundMe. We'll just put it there. It, it is a GoFundMe for a good weekend for Kyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think we know our next fundraiser. Go fund me, but whatever. 
<laughs> It'd be please fund me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, so then Bucky wakes up on the floor. Uh, we going on? Well, he draws the gun on the <laughs> on the poor scared fellow with on the, the guy. Yeah, on the poor fellow. Oh, I just love how he's stalking this guy too, mm-hmm. like a predator stalking prey mm-hmm. is what he's doing. And the guy's like, you know, I didn't see anything. You know, I, I swear I didn't see anything. And this little Asian guy. Mm-hmm. And then Bucky pulls up the gun and boom, Bucky wakes up. He's sleeping on the yeah. floor. That Which, you know, he's got all this nice furnishing. And go ahead. I know where you're going. Oh, yeah. This. I was say that. I mean, that is just, that's a little thing that not everybody will grab. But him, him sleeping on the floor, you know, I mean, he's obviously... But we see the next scene, you know, he's seen a therapist. So he's he's going through uh, treatment for, you know, his PTSD. He's he's seen some shit. And the sleeping on the floor is uh, is something that's not uncommon um, with, uh, you know, veterans and things coming back from foreign wars and stuff. Because you'll hear, you know, I've... Uh, you know, neither one of us personally, neither one of us served, but we have a lot of friends that that have, and you know, thank you guys for what you did. Um, and you'll hear them talk about this, one of the biggest um, adjustments that they had to make when they came back over, especially if they were actually, you know, serving in the theater and um, that the um, sleeping on a bed was weird. They could not sleep. Too mm-hmm. soft, can't sleep on the beds, and they would and sleep on the floor because it was hard. That's the only way they, you know to be able to get what felt like a normal night's sleep is you know the hardness of the floor. So that that little scene right there was that was good. That little bit. I know a couple guys that have been out for fifteen plus years and still sleep on the floor. Mm-hmm. They just can't get get used to it. So. um Oh, I forgot back up a little bit. So on that board um, with all the shots in the museum, um, I remember I, I, I had to actually read about this one because I didn't catch it the first time. There's his card, um, which he got at the beginning with a 4F stamp. It's his selective mm-hmm. service cards on that board. Yeah. And then also there's a um, newspaper article that says 400 prisoners liberated, and that was Steve liberating the captured soldiers when he kind of went AWOL and rescued Bucky. So there's that too. There's your other stuff. Yep. Um, this also references Bucky sleeping on the floor. Again, it's another, there's a lot of references to the winter soldier in this one. Hmm. Not, not Bucky, but the movie, uh, which he's in that movie. So I guess it is him, but it's when Sam, um, when Sam's talking to Steve at the beginning of that, when they're after the, on your left, when he says your bed, it's too soft, you know, exactly what Kyle was just talking about. So just pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Bucky's sitting there just looking. If For me, just the look he had, if you guys watch the Sopranos, it's like when Tony used to go into those ther- therapy sessions and just sit there and just look at, his therapist and not say a word. That's what this is reminiscent to me about. He's just kind of sitting there, just kind of in his own little world. And you hear this, are you still having nightmares? And Bucky just sits there and he's like, no. And she's like, you know, I can tell when you're lying. We've been doing this a while. 
you seem off. You know, what this happened? lady looks super familiar. I'm trying to remember what I've seen her in. So, okay. So that's what we were thinking too. Um, well, she's talking about, are you civilian now? You can't tell from this scene right here, but it's when it pans out on her. First, we thought it was Carmela or Edie Falco from Sopranos, Nurse Jackie. Um, she just has one of those faces where she looks like a lot of other people. But mm -hmm. I looked her up and I actually don't know anything else she's been in. Okay. She's been in quite a bit. Hold on. Let me look her up. I'll look tell at you her here. Just... If you haven't. Amy Aquino? Is that her, Dr. Rayner? Yeah, that's her, I think. Um, yeah, really? Dr. Rayner. You know, I mean, she's been around for a long time, like from like the 80s, you know, but I don't just see anything that she's been in. Oh, she was in Being Human. I used to watch that. Um, it's a lot of little like bit parts. So that, that may be why, you know, she looks familiar because she was familiar. In a, it's it's in like, a lot of you know, stuff, I know that face. Yeah. Like I know that voice. Oh, that would be a good. That would be a good uh, two episodes for us, two podcasts. Mm -hmm. People, I know their, I know that face, and I know that voice. Mm -hmm. well, we need to write that one down. Um, but yeah, it's, I looked her up, and just, I didn't know her. Um, mm -hmm. she also kind of looked like um Lisa Edelstein a little bit to me too, from House. Who okay. played Cuddy? Kind of. Like, especially her, um, her headshot in IMDb. Yeah. I'm like, is that Cuddy? But it's not. So. Uh, and then this, the shrink goes, with your history, the government needs to know that you're not, and she makes the stabbing motion, which means that we know that this is government mandated. This, he's not doing it for right. him. This is the government saying, we want to make sure that you're not the winter soldier anymore if we're going to let you roam free. And they said, you know, this is a condition of your pardon, which means that after Endgame, Steve must have um, gotten some sort of pardon for Bucky. Yeah, that'd be a very Steve thing to which do. Which is cool. Now we know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, tell me about your nightmare. And she's like, I didn't have a nightmare. She breathes deep, deeply at this point, and you know she grabs her pen like angrily, and he goes, "Oh, come on! You're gonna do the notebook thing," which I thought this was kind of funny. He's like, he's talking why it's passive aggressive, and she's like, "You don't talk, I write." It's like, all right, whatever. I like that passive aggressive comment, and I did too. And then he said, "This is an important part, really important part, I think, for the series too." And he said, I crossed a name off the, the list of my amends yesterday, which means Bucky, which we don't know if the, he did this or she suggested it. My guess is she probably suggested it. Probably. Of people he needs to make amends to. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. And he said, don't worry, I used all three of your rules. And it was Senator Atwood. And... uh I believe Senator Atwood was in the Winter Soldier, wasn't she? I am not totally sure. I'm going to look up. Who played her here? Big lines. 
would have been a little further back. I don't. I'm not sure. Maybe on she that, did. Maybe honestly. she didn't. Uh, if you guys know, let enough, us know. But I don't. I don't see anything. Could have been. If you guys know, let us know. So you know, Bucky says, "Yeah." He says, Bucky says she was a hydropon for years. And you see a New York license plate, which means he was in New York yesterday or today or whenever. And he said, I helped her to get into office when I was the winter soldier. He's walking around this car with this iPad and he puts this thing under the front wheel. And so I think what's really, really important to note at this point Bucky remembers, according to this, everything he's done as the Winter Soldier. So keep that in the back of your pocket. Yeah, okay. No, 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 go, go. Well, I'm thinking, I'm a little rusty on it, that he couldn't remember previously. Like he he had vague because vague memories. Well, I'm like up to this point, like before before this, like past memories. I thought when he would come out of his basically, he like because they wiped him. His yeah, his trance state. They would wipe him. He would start all over. Well, I guess if he broke free and they he wouldn't have got wiped. He wouldn't have got wouldn't have been wiped again. Yeah, like Uh, maybe they they took off the conditioning. I think that he remembers everything he did because he remembered. He said. You know, after Hydra disbanded, she continued to abuse the power that I gave her. So he knew, you know. Yeah. We're dealing with an unwiped Bucky. And uh, that's right. And that's what happens when you, you don't wipe your Bucky, the, people. The sen- oh, don't wipe your Bucky. Keep a, your Bucky clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the senator talking says if senator lockhart wants to speak up silence him for good you know basically kill him and she said that then we've cut back to the shrink rule number one you don't do anything illegal and like, uh, he presses loose the rules <laughs> yeah and he pushes the button on the ipad and the car starts up and the door's locked and then all of a sudden it starts going backwards real quick and he's this is the best controller ever And, you know, the center's like, what the hell? And you watch the card just going backwards. All I did was give some intel to the aide to convict her. Um, and I wasn't involved in anything else. Not saying how he got this information. No. You know, he's basically doing donuts in this parking garage and stops real quick. Senator's crying. And then the therapist goes, what's rule number two? And Bucky's like, huh, well, what was rule number two? Going back here, and she's like, uh, you know, no one gets hurt. And then Bucky says, you know, why, why isn't it rule number one? I'm like, yeah, why wasn't that rule number one? No one gets hurt. Yeah, rule number one is don't do anything illegal. Yeah, rule number two, don't nobody gets hurt. What was rule number three? So and he said, you know, I didn't hurt anyone, and yeah. they're getting ready to get to number three. Okay, yeah, Bucky says. Bucky says, you know, I didn't hurt anyone, I promise. And then it shows him punching out the guy who pointed the gun at him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Dr. probably didn't says, feel what was that, rule number honestly. three? No, he probably didn't. So he technically might not have hurt him. Because I think he punched him with his metal hand. And the doctor says, 
the whole point of making amends is to fulfill rule number three. And Bucky just kind of looks confused and he says, you know, you're a cynic, Doc. And he's like, of course I did rule number three. You know, I'm not the Winter Soldiers. I'm James Bucky Barnes. And, well, and he told the senator to be like, I'm, you know, here to make amends or I'm making this off. Rule number three was he mm-hmm. has to be Bucky and he can't be Winter Soldier anymore. Or rule number three is he has to let that person know that he's making amends. I don't know if it's which one it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, this, he's smiling at the doctor. And at the same time he's saying this, he's saying this in the, the cutscene in the past. Mm-hmm. And he's saying at the same time, I'm James Bucky Barnes, and you're part of my efforts to make amends. And he smiles, just this smile both ways. And you hear the sirens approach, and then all of a sudden, this senator gets captured. Yep. Uh, or arrested. And then you see this little book, and Bucky is marking a name off of there. And it looks like this book is full of names. He's got a few. He's, he's a guy with a list. He is a guy with a list. And he says, you know, you know, the doc's like, you're going to have to open up one of these days and, and people really want to help you. And, you know, you can trust people. And he's like, okay, I trust people. Do you, Bucky? And then, do you? Why? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bucky. Hey, Bucky. Hey, Bucky boy. She's like, give me your phone. <laughs> And she's looking through his phone, which I thought this was extremely rude. What if he took some Bucky pics on that? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is my winter soldier, doc. Um, he got some Bucky's. The doctor's got some Bucky's now. Um, she's going through the phone. And she's like, you don't have 10 phone numbers on this thing. You like that? Stick that in your back pocket. Yeah. She's like, she looks, open she's Bucky's like, oh, Snapchat You've been, you've been ignoring the text from Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Buck chat. Yeah. Okay, you're His ignoring all Buck of your wild. snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Buck Wild. They're all from Sam. Four two nine. <laughs> Buck Wild. Nineteen forty one. And she's like, you know, you got to nurture these friendships, you know. And she looked. She's like, I'm the only person you've called and she's like this is sad you're alone she's just she's just grilling him it's like you're ignoring sam what the hell is wrong with you she's having a real moment with him this is a little, um, little bucky intervention oh oh um in his notebook too if you look at the i forgot this, this is another easter egg if you look the first name is um rostov um, that includes, that's the reference to the red barbarian. Um, that's the guy who imprisoned, um, Bucky in the comics mm-hmm. under H, uh, fourth one down one, two, three, four, five is Zemo. That's helmet zero Zemo, excuse me. Um, who is the, if you remember civil war, he was the main villain in civil war. Okay, run that first one by me again. Uh, Who's number one on the list? Um, Rostov. Rostov, Rostov. R-O-S-T-O-V. Okay. Keep going. Okay. I got, I'm working on something with so this. So he was the yeah. Red Barbarian. 
Zemo is number five. No, okay, not who I was thinking. Okay, um, that's Helmet Zemo, and he's he's the guy in Civil War. If you remember, he was the one trying to um, unleash all the Winter Soldiers. Okay, so we got Rostov. We've got looks like Mauser, Anod, Halazar, Zemo. I think, I think that's Hauser. Henriksen, sorry, Osman. Um. Kaminsky. Kaminsky, if you look down towards the bottom. So Kaminsky, that's Lynn Kaminsky. Um, he's actually a comic writer. He's um his main works that he did uh featured Sam Wilson. So you had L Kaminsky, so that's Lynn Kaminsky. Who would M Kaminsky be? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know Kaminsky's. about that one, but L Kaminsky is Lynn. Okay. Um, and if you look to it's an here's another reference to the winter soldier that notebook is like the one that steve wrote down all the stuff from in the winter soldier like steve jobs apple um disco thai food star wars like everything that he missed out on that he had to look up mm -hmm. nirvana oh yeah um, yeah yeah he's got his little he's got his little black yeah. book yeah that's what it is a so this going on here i'm trying to think of yeah keep carrying on there's one i'm trying to think of and i'm, I'm going i'm drawing a blank here but i'll find it as you're going through those okay next thing you know the doctor is telling him you're a hundred years old so we know bucky at this point is now over a hundred years old mm -hmm. there's been some contention on there like his exact age um, too I think he was because he was born. I want to say it was 19. He's a year older than Steve. Steve was born in 1918. So that means Bucky was born in 1917. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what the. Yeah, there were some like uh, some dates of things here and there that they think that it was just like a, not, a, not a typo, but, you know, just some continuity stuff that wasn't intentional that, you know, they just may have got some dates mixed up here and there on a couple of things. Right. So that would make him, as of today, 104 if he was born in 1917. Okay. Red so Guardian, that's right I'm trying to think days. of. That's a whole different thing coming up. Okay, never mind. Oh, Red Guardian. So, yeah, no, that's coming up in um, – he's the hero of Russia. He's the Russian Captain America, and he will be in um, Black, Widow. Black Widow this summer, mm. which, by the way, was announced today, January 9th is release date. On Disney Plus and theater, same time. They January finally gave up the fight. 2022? So. Yay! Yep. Okay. No, 2021. We're already past January 9th. This you mean year. June 9th? Yeah, I mean, uh, July. It starts July. with a J. The other J. Don't you contradict me, you fuzzy little man, Peach. <laughs> I, I know I'm excited about that because... Um, it's July. Uh, David Harbour's playing him, so that's going to be great. I know the oh, difference. Yeah. But David Harbour, uh, that's uh, Stranger Things and um, Hellboy, right? The new Hellboy? Right. Okay. He's good. Mm -hmm. um, the doctor's just grilling him at this point. It, I think this is like a tough love thing. She's like, you know, you have no history, no family. And he's like, are you lashing out at me, doctor? 
And he's like, that, cause that's really unprofessional. Do you know? And he's like, when did that start yelling at your clients? And like, you can see her jaws just kind of moving cause she's pissed. He's like, Oh, the notebook, whatever. That's awesome. He's like, you know, he finally gives it, give me a break. I'm, I'm trying, you know, he's trying to tell her this is new. Um, he's like, I didn't have any time to myself. And then he said, the only peaceful time that I've had basically since world war two was the calm in Wakanda. And that was just a little bit of time. And then I just went from one fight to another for 90 years. Um, so, I mean, that could deal with the time frame if he is 104 and it was 90 years, he would have been 14, which means, you know, we know that he and Steve used to get in fights all the time when they were kids. Yeah. Steve also lied about his age to get in too. So, uh, yeah, I figured they were probably like late. You know, that late. could be the time frame. We don't know. Close enough. I, I, it's not, it's within, what, five years, maybe. I don't think, I mean, there's some people that are kind of, yeah, give or take, you know, whatever about it. Like, it's, I don't see where it'll make a whole hill of beans with anything coming up if he's, if there's a, I don't a span of five years of how old he'll be, I don't think it's really going to matter. Yeah, I don't either. Somebody in continuity might have messed up a little so bit. So the doctor's he's, like, his age is close enough. We'll take it. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, doctor's like, what do you want? You stop fighting. And Bucky, he looked perplexed by this question. He's like, peace. And she goes, that is other. I love this exchange. I really did love this exchange. She goes, you know, that's utter bullshit. And he goes, you're a terrible shrink. And she said, I was an excellent soldier. So I saw a lot of dead bodies and I know how that can shut you down. So they actually picked someone for Bucky who was a soldier who won't put up with his shit. Number one. Yeah. Who can diagnose him and who's been there. They needed somebody he could so, relate to. I, I thought that was really cool. Right. I did too. And she's like, you know, if you're alone, that's the most quietest, most personal hell you can get. It's hard to escape. She is. And I just thought that was, really cool and she's like you know you got your mind back you're being pardoned she's trying to tell him you know here's the good things you have going in your life you don't need to sabotage yourself you're free you're not the winter soldier anymore so just a good exchange and then i thought the the last line was super nice it was you know to do what bucky basically has no purpose in his life right now he was told what to do as the winter soldier now he has nothing there's no wars what's you know what's a soldier without a war mm -hmm. yeah i think I, so think they're doing, I think that's what they're kind of saying or, or a weapon they're doing a lot of cool stuff with this character with this i mean with him coming back out of war him dealing with civilian life again i mean it's really similar to what cap went through well okay not similar He's going. He's handling it different. It's it's right. the Bucky version. It's the Winter Soldier version of when Cap was re, was reintroduced into modern society. Except he wasn't frozen for all that other stuff. So, you know, he experienced a lot so, of. So, 
technically, if you go to the comics, Bucky was put in a cryostasis after every mission until they needed him again. Because he would do the high-profile assassinations. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's what they're going for here. So that's how Bucky in the comics was able to survive for so long. They put him into cryo. Well, they didn't say that didn't happen, so we could left it open enough for it. They didn't say it didn't happen, so that could be it. I'm wondering if it did, because we saw the other Winter Soldiers in cryo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense then. Next thing you know, we're in Brooklyn, and this uh, this guy is putting trash in the bin, and this old Asian guy is like, "What are you doing?" And and then the guy's yelling at the old guy. He's like, "You know, you don't gotta body me, Yuri." So we know the guy is, you know, he's Asian, and then uh, Yuri, you know, Yuri's yelling at him. It's, Mr. Nakajima, and he's like, okay, Mr. Nakajima, they're just yelling at each other. He's like, Bucky comes up, Yuri, what's going on? I thought we were getting lunch, and it's a whole fight over trash can. Mm -hmm. You know, putting trash into someone else's trash can. And Bucky, I think this shows how Bucky's grown as a character, and how he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. It's not the defining trait because he's trying to break up this conflict. Yeah, you know, it, it's your typical crotchety old man thing. You know, I guess in New York you really don't have a lawn, so it's, you know, get off my dumpster. But right, uh, I like, I like, I like. Was it Yuri? Is that his name? Yeah, I like this Yuri. character. Yuri. Yuri? I did too. I thought he's a great character. And, you know, Yuri's about to hit the guy. And hold on. I'm, I got to show you this part where I am because I paused it on the most perfect scene. I'm going to have to take a picture of this. This will be our cover to this Nurky. Uh, let's see. Share screen one. Okay. Can you see that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Bucky's face. That's going to be our cover. Nice. Boys and girls. Go with that. That's a very unique cover. Okay, well, I'm taking this picture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. I did the thing. Okay, why don't you go on while I take this picture then? Yes. Okay, oh, crap. Now i got to switch tabs back over because I've got all kinds of info pulled up here on on screen number two. Then I'm going to go back to the tabs and get back over to this, that. So the guy that Or I can do it. It's just trashing them. Yeah. You know, he's kind of tangled up with his, uh, how's he, how does he introduce himself? See, his name is unique. It's like, uh, yeah, he says it's unique. It's like Monique, except with a U. I like, I like that. That's a little, it's a little, little haha moment. A little haha moment. And then you in there for you uniqueness. And then, you know, Bucky, you know, reminds you like, Hey, we had, you know, we were getting lunch. I thought we were getting lunch and he's still being, you know, the the crotchety old man he's like you know i'm not in the mood for it i don't want to do this like, well, what if i buy it? okay well then i'll go you know that yeah and, uh, you can tell that they this isn't like you know they know each other this um it's just something that they've done quite often already and so you know they go to lunch and um i'm talking about over under 90. Uh, so they're at uh looks like a little sushi bar um oh he's looking through the 
um, obituaries, and he makes a comment, you know, nobody made it past 90 this week. So I just took that as everybody he saw in the obituaries was under the age of 90, which makes me think, you know, he's pretty old if he's thinking, you know, that under 90, if you don't make it to 90, it's a chain. You know, 90 is a pretty good, pretty good run. I'll be happy to make it to 60. Well, and then you're, yeah, then you're talking to, uh, yeah, yeah. And then as you're drinking the monster, mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, Bucky, he's saying this to the 104 year old man. Mm -hmm. Um, Do we know well, and then it's also a callback to that, that scene. Yeah. We know he's over a hundred. Oh, he's saying that too. We okay. just went over this. Never mind. I thought you meant Yuri was over a hundred years old. Yeah. Like, what did he say? Maybe he just looks. No, no, we don't know that. I thought that's what you were talking. He just I thought that's what old. you were saying. He's. Well, do you hate old people, Kyle? Why do you no. gotta hate old people? We, I love no. old people. We have a demographic that's old people. I should probably mm -hmm. stop calling you old people. That's our demographic. That is our demographic. Um, old people. So that fight scene between Unique and Yuri, that's also a callback to um, when Bucky saves Steve in the alley in um, Captain America, the first Avenger, mm -hmm. when Bucky broke up that fight. So they're talking. Um, and then the waitress, you know, tells them, well, Cute little wait waitress says, you know, you know. Oh, no. Well, like you said, it was funny there when he said no one made it past 90. And Bucky goes, so young, such a shame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was just funny. And then the little cute little waitress goes, you didn't order the usual, huh? Feeling a little adventurous. And Bucky's like, how you doing? And then... Uh, this is what goes with being old and crotchety. You can say whatever you want. Yuri goes, you should ask her out. Mm -hmm. And just Bucky's face is like, what? He's like, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. And then Yuri's like, he'd like to take you out on a date. Maybe to bingo or what, did, what did he say? Play pinochle. Pinochle. Mm -hmm. and, so uh, yeah, zero, the old man, zero shits given vibe. I'm almost there. Personally, it's like, you know, <laughs> and she goes, you know, he's like, I'm really sorry about him. Mm. You know, he's like, and she's like, why are you sorry? And she goes, I'm game. And yeah, he's like, wow. right into you it. know, and then, so Bucky got a date. Mm -hmm. And I think this is kind of reminiscent again of Steve. Remember when Steve said my last date was 1941? Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, going what he said, you know, you like get to dance to these things or it's a dance to these things. And uh, when mm -hmm. he said, well, you got to warm up. And he's like, I haven't danced since 1943. I don't think he means like he hasn't waltzed since 1943. He hasn't polka since. 19 I don't think I think he kind of means like he hasn't, you know. Danced. He, hasn't, he hasn't winter soldiered since 1943. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He hasn't laid a pipe bomb. He has, he, he, maybe he hasn't horizontal mom mode, so he hasn't danced since 1943. I think that's what he means. He hasn't got a chance to use out that mechanical arm, is what you're saying? No, he probably has. If you know since I mean. 1943 since he danced. He probably has, but, you know, that's... Uh, oh, yeah, he probably has. Quite that's a whole other topic that 
don't know if, if I you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what he means. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she puts up this dessert there, which is mochi, which I love mochi. It's it's basically rice flour. It's a gelatinous rice flour with usually has something inside of it, like ice cream or red bean or um, it can have all sorts of stuff in it. Green tea. I've never had it. I love mochi. Mochi's delicious. I've been it's an acquired taste. If you don't, well, if you don't like texture, if you're a textured person, yeah, you probably won't me. like mochi. Doesn't bother me. Okay, you you might like it then. I think you might like it. Try anything once. I will. I will make sure I get some mochi next time I see you. Um, give me some of that mochi. I'll give you some of that mochi. That that crisp mochi. That sweet, sweet mochi. Um, sweet, sweet mochi. Um. Again, uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, if you would like to sponsor a night with Chris and Kyle, not us together, but uh, uh, Weekend for Chris and Kyle. I don't know if you can tell by all our references. Uh, mm-hmm. We will take it. Um, but Yuri gets really sad, and he's like, he's like, what's wrong? He's like, my son, he loves the red bean mochi. And he starts tearing up. Yeah. And he's like... You know, my son, he had a job with a consulting company. There's there's certain like, um, groups he's of... He's working abroad, and he was killed. There's certain groups of sad people that get to me. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, watch a lot of movies, and, you know, somebody's different demographics of people being sad or are hard. Like, real life, sad crying woman, I I can't handle. I, I'm like, they get all blubbering, like, what do I need to do there? You just can't do it. Yeah, same thing in movies if they're if it's convincing and sad little Asian men. It's just so heartbreaking. He, like he sold it so good. It's so heartbreaking. Like the little the little sad Asian grandpa. Yeah. No, you're not an old Asian guy. You're bordering. You're I'm just, getting you're, there. You're just you're just a sad Asian guy. There's the difference. <laughs> He's trying to say pathetic. Um See, for me, it's like before I had kids, I could watch like anything like yes. kids dying in movies, you know, like exploding, like little kids crying because they're scared and they're getting like tortured and their parents are getting tortured, you know, stuff like that. Like yeah. not necessarily physically, but psychologically tortured. Once I had kids, I tear up watching fucking Bambi now. Yeah, yeah I can handle Bambi. Land before time. But no. you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, just weird stuff that never used to affect me before I had mm-hmm. kids. Now I just, like, tear up. Or, like, when I get really excited in a movie, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm, like, tearing up, and my girls will look at me. I'm like, you're crying. Maybe you're going through the changes. And like, Maybe I am going through the changes. But, yeah, no, it's before I had kids, dude. Like, I used to be able to watch this stuff, no problem. But I agree oh, yeah. with you. This is just, like... Watching this, I just started tearing up a little. I'm like, <laughs> Yuri. Mm-hmm. See? Um, see, I'm tearing up right now. Yeah, well, fast forward. Uh, yeah. Fast forward, fast forward. I know some of some of you are probably going, these guys are bitches. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I'll, I'll have to turn off my camera. I can't see the sad age. right. Guy. Get all... 
So uh, what was important about this part is, you know, he said the police said wrong place, wrong time, but I, you know, I'll never really know what happened to my son. Mm-hmm. And he just said, you know, I felt it was strange in my heart. You know, he just didn't know. Bucky has the saddest Bucky face ever. It is a sad Bucky face. It is a sad Bucky face. Sad Bucky needs to be a meme. You should get on that. Actually, we could probably do that. Let me screenshot that. Here, you go to the next yeah. part. Let me screenshot that. Yeah, sad, sad Bucky next meme template. We're calling it now. So then we got we got Sam driving to Louisiana. Um, and he's he's out. I want to assume. I mean, this is yeah. This is definitely like the coast. Um, he's at a port. There's. Uh, Wilson family. So you see, you know, when he pulls up, you realize he's around his family. They're, they're a family of fisher people. Yeah. I guess that'd be the word. Um, and, um, you know, they're, they're packing stuff up. He sees his, uh, I guess was it nieces and nephews or kids involved nephews. Um, and his, his sister, Sarah, his sister. And, uh, and so they go, you know, off on talking about, um, you know, how like they, they do the quick introduction, but then they're like, they're immediately into family business talk, like fast. Um, you know, she's talking about the state of business with the, the family business, I guess it would be with the fishing and all that, him being gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I skipped forward just a little bit too far. You know, she's kind no, of trying fine. to like it's, immediately it's- have conversation with him but he's you know he's talking with the the, the friends and stuff the locals that are there and uh, talks about the state of the boat well, the name um and, then and the name of the name of the the name of the family business is wilson family seafood also. yeah um and then she you know he talks about the condition of the boat and she's like holding it long enough together for me to be able to sell it and then that's when well we're kicking off family conflict here now you know that uh so said we weren't going to sell it. This okay. is the family boat. This is where we grew up on. Um, and so, you know, they're, they're, I kind of, this, this kind of hits, you know, like he, she was holding together. He Hitching was gone, but there were something, you know, I had heard somebody else kind of talk. I saw a thing about this, you know, like after in game. So, you know, you've got, Wanda, who's having to use her powers to build a house, and you got Sam, whose family fishing business is is failing. It's like after Tony Stark died, like everybody went to shit. Like, does nobody have any money left anymore? Was he like funding everybody, and now they're just all broke? That you know, Wanda's having to build her own house. He's lo- Sam's losing the family business, but uh, yeah, it you know she. She really gets into about, you know, like you can tell like she doesn't want to sell the stuff, but she's going to have to. He feels like he's left out of all the decisions for this. So you get into the family dynamic, then falling on the hard times. Things happened after the, the blip. Um, mm-hmm. and he's adamant about um, helping her out. Import- she doesn't want it. So important to note, here's another Easter egg. The name of the boats, the Paul and Darlene. Mm-hmm which is the Paul and Darlene Wilson. That's the name of their parents. That was the name of the boat, right? Mm -hmm. In the comics, that was also the name of their parents. 
Okay, so we got, we got continuity. Sarah also exists in Continuum. Yeah, in, in, in continuity, and she exists in the comics as well. Okay. Was she a fairly prominent role in the comics or just kind of like? It depends whose storyline you were reading. Okay. So, but I mean, she she's always been a pretty strong character, so. So the um, okay. So what it's, part? It's a pretty long, you know. I keep repeating myself a little bit here, but I think it's a pretty long conversation of of you know them discussing the the trials and tribulations of the family business has hit since he's been gone, and since all the things have happened in the world, and she's wanting to sell, and and she's very, like I said, very adamant, and very strong about not wanting Sam's help at all, and he's very adamant about wanting to help her. Um, it's just the family business. They grew up on this boat. You know, he's telling her that she made some possibly, she's kind of insinuating that she made some bad financial decisions that, you know, he wants to go help him talk to the bank. I'll set the appointment, all this. So he's, you know, taking the big, the break from this badass Avenger military service stuff that he's doing to, you know, there's, here's the, the, uh, the family home life and, because you know he's going to set the appointment with the bank, so he's looking to help her, you know, refinance and and do all that that fun banking stuff that nobody wants to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they just have their chit chat back and forth. We could break this down more, but it's literally them talking about finances, which doesn't, I don't think, interest Kyle and I as much. Well, Mike, Kyle used to be a banker. Yeah, uh, well, there's a banking scene. I guess I can break down a little bit more when they get to that. Yeah. So next thing we know, Bucky gets his date. And he brings flowers, and she's like, this is the most old-fashioned thing anyone's ever done. So it's like, he's already off to a good start. And then she's like, you know, grab a seat. I'll be done in a few. And she's like, you know, she's just talking. And she's like, so have you dated much since half the fish in the sea came back and he's like, mm, no, not really. I tried the whole online dating thing, which surprises me because, which means he's a lot more technical than cap was. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, Bucky seems a little bit more settled in this world. If he's this new into it and you know, right. cap dove into it, but Bucky seems definitely more settled. There's something in this scene and this is totally irrelevant to anything. Possibly, but there's the there's a blue bottle that's sitting out on the counter with a flower in it, and mm-hmm. you really don't right. notice it much, but it it almost looks like it's not there. Like it's they're like we needed something on this counter. We're gonna you know add. It looks fake. It looks yeah. It I can looks see fake. That. You just like CG'd. It looks CG'd. It really does look yeah CG'd. from both angles. Like well, maybe it was just that angle. Then I wonder it from if the it back. is. He said like yep, that also looks CG. It doesn't look like it's there. Well, because that flower doesn't... No, that flower doesn't look real, does the it? The bottle doesn't look real. Indeed, just the frosted bottle. <laughs> this yeah. will give it ambiance. Even from this other angle. Yeah, even from the other angle. It yeah, this a weird real. thing that grabbed my attention. Not relevant to really anything other than if I felt we needed a flower bottle. Yeah, no, no, no. If you ask me about the... And, you know, Bucky's just uh, talking about weird pictures... Let me go back to that. Go I was say she, 
I was I was scrolling. I was watching as I was going in the bottle, and I was at the point where she was uh, asking about the gloves, tiger photos. What's that? Tried the whole online dating thing. Pretty crazy. Uh, he, yeah, it, he's like every, he's like the the whole thing's kind of weird, and he goes, I mean, tiger photos, and she goes, and he said, you know, half the time I don't even know what I'm looking at. It's it's a lot. He's talking about online, I think. Yeah. And I think he's, I don't know if he's referencing Tiger King or not. I think it might have been a little subtle thing. I kind of hope he was. I hope he was too. Um, but she's just giving him the smile and, you know, she wants a little Bucky Bucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little Bucky. Give me a little bit um, of that Bucky. Give me a little of that Bucky. And she's like, um, oh, no, I was wrong on the the age too. So I need to look that up. Cause she goes, you sound like my dad. And she's like, wait, how old are you exactly? And he says 106. So I don't know. Something doesn't add up. Cause I swear Steve was born in 1918. And Bucky was a year older than him. And so that's what I was talking about. They thought there were some continuity issues with the ages and stuff. And you know, it just is what it is. Yeah, because he was born in 1918, and Bucky's a year older than him. So that would make Bucky 804. Well, this takes place in 2025. Get it right, Marvel. This is a 2025 time setting, right? Oh, wait. Is it? I thought it was current. Well, we're caught up, but this was, like, slightly in the future. Like, the events, I thought the... I thought the... uh, Everybody Where did it say 2025? The unblipping. I don't know. I've got that stuck in my head for some reason. So, let's see. Why? Because I thought that this was current. I've, I've got that like 2025 stuck in my head. Um, Infinity War. Took place oh, in yeah. Engram is set in the year 2023. It was supposed to take place in 2018. Endgame, it, it, most of Endgame is set in the year 2023. Okay. Because it was five years, it was five years after the blip. And then at the end of Endgame, so this is a couple months later. So this is 2023 still. About like 105, roughly. Oh, video is still going. <laughs> That's all right. But, you know, she's, she says, so I guess, yeah, that would be, if it's 2023, that would be 106 then. Yeah. Close enough. Like we said, you know, it's just something nerds will pick apart, which we eh, right. did. So. And she's like, he goes 106 and she's like, ha 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 ha. And he's like, and I love the little half smile he did. And he goes, eh, mm-hmm. no, I'm really 106. Mm-hmm. And then she asked, okay, you can go over this because you want oh, yeah, to go well, over this. She said, what's up with your yeah, gloves? Yeah, oh, yeah, I got way far ahead, you know. And so, he, you know, she points out the gloves. He mentions, you know, he just says, you know, poor circulations, like a quick little cover. And she buys it. She's like, okay, not weird. This guy's just hanging out wearing these gloves. I like how he stops the cat arm from going, like. Yes, the yeah. Nico cat. I didn't know that. Was, okay, I didn't know the name for those. That's what, Okay. Um, and then they start playing Battleship. Nico Cat. They mean you f- You face them towards the door. Yeah. Okay. You face them towards the door 
um, because they mean good fortune and good okay. I learned something new tonight. I'll save that for the later episode. What did you learn this week? Learn about Nico Cats. Uh, so they start playing Battleship. Damn it, I just gave you one. And, um, you know, she's really good. She talks about, you know, uh, he says some about the parents passed away. Oh, he's, yeah. He said, you know, talks about his parents had passed away. And then she goes into talking about how, you know, she says it's sweet of him hanging out with Yori like she is, or like he has been. Um, and the, the he has the line was it him or her that said it? oh she said it um, how they they call you know someone whose wife it's been hard for him his son died yeah and you know she said you know they they call a guy who loses his wife a widower your parents die you're an orphan there's not a name for someone whose kids have passed away and that's something I never thought about either you know that there's not a oh. no I didn't either yeah and so that you just see something go over Bucky's face and he just like bolts out the door gone um and just <laughs> leaves her standing that's there the with, end of that date yeah well battleship's over um and he's it cuts to him going back to you know the the apartment complex um he goes to yuri and he's asking you know how the date was you can see inside yuri's apartment there's a little shrine there um he's burning incense mm-hmm, there's uh Went too far back. And this is important. This is highly important. And yeah, you're right. I, and I didn't, I was kicking myself for not putting this together earlier. Because once mm-hmm. it was made obvious, it was obvious. You know, mm-hmm. um, obvious throwbacks, obvious. But you well, see, they, they, they did a good job of hiding this in yeah. plain sight. Yep. I mean, you see his little shrine. You see the incense is burning. So he's been recently there at the shrine. And there is a picture of your son. Who is was the, the trembling guy at the hotel? Was it was the guy that couldn't unlock the door at the hotel earlier? Right, so because they wouldn't give him a real room. They would have just gave him a key card. Um, but yeah, Bucky looks at the picture. He's like, you know, I, I forgot I owed you for lunch. He was, you know, just looking for an excuse to go up and see her again. But you know, of course, he doesn't asked, know. He know. just. He, but he, he could tell that he looked at the picture like he saw him. You know, he looked back after Bucky looked at the picture, but that part right there that threw me for the loop. Uh, but I wasn't expecting that. Like I said, hiding in plain sight. I don't sight. think any of us was literally hiding in plain and sight. So and then he goes back to his list. And then, and. At the top of the list on this one page is Nakashima, mm-hmm. Yuri's last name. But you know he doesn't. Does he mark? He doesn't mark the name off, so he doesn't feel like he doesn't he's mark the name off. So, well, I don't know if he means his dad. I don't think he knew it was his dad because he saw the picture there. Because he didn't put two and two together till she started talking about that in the restaurant when they're playing the game. See, I wonder if he knew and he was. <clears throat> That was part of his plan to make amends with him was because he was his neighbor, right? Like that's way too coincidental yeah. just to be randomly become buddy buddies with one of the last people that you killed. Because it's fairly recent. That's way. I don't know. I kind of think he didn't know. What do you he guys think? The, his name is in the book. Kyle's on one end of the fence. I'm I on the other end. Because he had the name in the book. Yeah, but that's his dad's last name too. Well, yeah. 
But did he know the name of the, the guy that he was supposed to kill? Or was he just killing agents? And I mean, I guess he had to kill that engineer. Or was he an engineer or scientist? The smart guy. I think he I think he knew every single kill that he did. That's why they're in the book. Yeah, but if he if he like was making Zemo's in if there, he was in his list of people that he was supposed to make amends that's with. The last, that's his last name. He wouldn't if he killed the guy, he's not gonna have to make amends right. with the dead guy. So he had to know that that was his father. So that was him making amends for that. Because he wouldn't just if the guy was dead, yeah. he's not. I mean, he's not gonna be in the or, book. He's not gonna make amends with the dude that you killed. He's gone. Or did the or did the psychologist have him write every person he killed in that book? Well, the senator was still alive. I mean, I mean, they could have been in addition to, but surely not because he'd have a hell of a long list. Right. But you know, I mean, we only know that Z- Zemo is alive because you know there's previews and we've seen screenshots of him. But we assume Zemo was dead after Civil War when he shot himself in the head. I don't know. I think it'll. We'll. I think we'll. Maybe we'll know more later. I don't think he's done with him because he I, didn't mark the name yeah, off. So he's going to. I come really back. don't know. He's going to come back. So now we go to Sam and Fam. Some, yeah. Cooking. Sam and Fam, and they're making. It's making me hungry looking at this. To be they're making gumbo. I really want some gumbo um, or jambalaya. I Either one. I don't too. care. Either one. I want. And it. you know. I want it now too. Mm-hmm. And it looks good. And they're packing up all these lunches for people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're talking about, you know, you're sure that it's going to work. And Sam's like, yeah, it's going to work. I've run the numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, they go out and you know, this part's really not that important right there. Now this I next thought, part is, I thought they were taking the food to the bankers, which I think is a great gesture. Yeah, because I used to be I one, and nobody ever brought me any fucking food. Whatever, but the uh, <laughs> I'm a little salty over that. But it, I guess it ended up being that was like going to be their their extension of the business was selling food fresh. Like they caught the food fresh, and then they sell it. kind of food truck style. I think that's what that was. So then we're back, so and we see we're in Switzerland at this point. We're in Switzerland. Oh, let me go. I went too far. Mm-hmm. Now we're in Switzerland, and we see Torres there. And you see all these people around, and then you look, um, and who were they? Uh, LAF? Mm -hmm. All right, no, Flag Smashers. We don't know the name of this organization yet. We we assume they're the Flag Smashers, Um, just because we know background from the story. He looks at his phone, and there's a, uh, it says, like, group meeting or a, a it's got like a little circle, like a geo location, a geofence on it. Yes, it grew and then in the top here. left, top left is that hand that he saw in that um, like AVR. Group and I K-M-04. just noticed this. I didn't notice it. Is that what it says? Yeah. It's like a cell number, um, not like cell phone, but like a, a terrorist cell. Yeah. Um, I just noticed this. I didn't know this is on the AVR, but the hand. There's a world in there inside the palm. Mm-hmm. They got the Africa. whole world in that hand. Or is it South America? <laughs> they got the whole world in that hand. Uh, that's Africa. Is that South America? Is it Africa? Oh, that's Africa. But yeah, I just noticed that. 
So Taurus is walking around and I still don't, and he's speaking in German. He asked this guy, do you know what we're supposed to do? And the guy just kind of ignores him. And you hear this whistle. So Torres looks a little bit like, I think he looks a little bit like Tom Holland. It might be just the hair or the way that they both like kind of squint. Mm. But they hand out masks. I don't know why I brought that up. Right. I just did. Um, it has nothing to do with anything. They're handing out these masks, and it's this black mask. It's like a paper mache mask with the with that hand on there. Like they look like Urukai from Lord of the Rings again with that handprint. But that's actually um, Flag Smasher's mask from the comic. That's a cool mask. I love cool masks. Like stuff is like. It is really cool. You should go. There's stuff like this. It's not. You should wear that. No, it's not like a super flashy. Like it's just ominous, dark, badass looking. I you give know, this mask two thumbs up. Yeah, you know what's going to happen with it. Is it going to get smashed? Two thumbs up. It's got the Kyle C. Mm-hmm. C- I approve this mask. Um, this, the cell phone breaks. Um, and all of a sudden we see then. Did you ever look up what that means, Ren? My guess is like maybe begin in German. Cell phone beeps and you see the hand and it says Ren. R-E-N-N exclamation. Ren means... I'm seeing Ren, Ren. Ren, Ren. Man, translation to English. Conjugate this verb. What? For race, run, and sprint. It means... Race, run, and sprint in German. Okay, so we have a bank robbery race. <laughs> Ren. Ren. Bum, bum, Man, bum, that bum, song bum. would have a whole new meaning. <laughs> Ren. <laughs> you were thinking the same thing. <laughs> Ren. You hear this glass breaking, and these two big duffel bags just go out, and all of a sudden, this person jumps from... Is that a second or third story floor? That is going to be a third story, I believe, sir. It's the, it looks like the equivalent of third story. He's way the hell up there. Which makes me wonder if we know this is a story about, you know, uh, parallel to super soldiers. Is this like a contender to a super soldier serum that they have? Mm-hmm. You know, this guy just jumps from the third floor, brushes off his coat, yeah, give, a little tug. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a badass landing on it. And you know, one hundred percent that he. Okay, let me, you know how you know this is a bad guy. Like, you know, this would be a cover of some how? good guys trying to do something. How he landed? You see how he landed? You see how? Oh he, yeah, you the see bad how guy. He, you see how he the bad didn't guy. land? He didn't superhero yes, land. The superhero. The knee and the fist. No. Okay. Well. Give way. Okay. Let's 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 rewind this a little bit more. We don't know this is a guy. Hmm. True. Look at the hair. It's really long and back. So flags. Flag smasher in the comic. I want to say was a. No, flag smasher was a guy, I believe. Hmm. But there was a lady who held the ideals up in the comics. 
I think. Let me look this up real quick. Um, I think, yeah, no, it was a guy, but there was a lady who upheld the ideals. Like she was part of a radical group it's, in the comic at one, at one of the things. Um, kind of looking, it's just hard to tell. You can't, I mean, because you know, the mask. Right. Well, and the, the person's dressed in a big, bulky jacket. Pretty tall, though. I mean, but we assume. We assume. Oh, or Torres is really short. And then this person hands off the two duffel bags to two people running. And you hear these police going, he has the money, get him. You know, again, where everyone's assuming this is a man. It might not be a man. I think it is. We don't know who. I don't think it is. I'm going to hang my head on that one. I think it is. I'm going to go it's a girl. Um, Just because I knew you were going to go with it was a female. So um, I at least had to have some conflicting opinion there. Well, good. I mean, heaven forbid you should go with what I say you do. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So the police grabbed Torres at this point. He's just watching and I'll go by. It's like, you're under arrest and Taurus is saying in English, he's getting away and does this UFC style flip and flips him over. And he's like, ah, sorry. And he's speaking in German. Sorry. And I've seen these. And then. Well, I'm a few seconds ahead of you because you see Torres tangle with the super evil person, assumed evil person. Right. Well, before that, this super evil person sees the police going after one of these people. And so the person goes and kicks the guy and he goes flying probably about what? 20 feet. At least in the air from one kick. So this person has, we know they have some sort of super strength. Mm -hmm. Taurus pulls out a gun and says, you know, and I don't know how the jurisdiction works here, but the person grabs him by a hand, basically almost breaks his hand picks him up and just flips mm-hmm. him. Um, you know, some of these look Taurus just these closer angles where you see like a closer up person like God, no, oh, you might be right. Mm-hmm. That might be a lady. Um, this person kicks Taurus in the head and Taurus yep. is out and the plaza is clear. Okay. This next scene, Sam and Sarah are in the bank. This, to me, is an Easter egg. This scene answers the age-old question. Let's get through this till we get to the part. But this answers the age-old question that we've always thought, but no one's ever vocalized. Uh, We'll get there. First, the guy's looking. He goes, you know, do I know you? I do, but where? And Sam's like, come on. And he's doing this smile, you know, putting on his charm and then holds out his little hands, doing like a flapping motion. He's like, Falcon! He's like, I didn't want to say anything, you know. Uh, you know, he's like, I wanted to be an Avenger, and he's taking like a selfie, and Sam's in the background and does, you know, the the pose. Yeah. And you know, Sam's playing it up oh, to yeah. try and get this loan. Trying to butter up the officer. And then the guy says, "I always wondered, how do you guys make your living? This is the thing that everyone's always wondered, but never mm-hmm. actually said aloud." How do superheroes make money? We know Peter Parker barely makes it by selling pictures to the Daily Planet. But how do these other guys who are full-time superheroes living in the Avengers compound make money? How do the guys in the the X-Mansion make money? 
you know, they don't have jobs. Yeah. Their jobs are being superheroes. You mean the bugle, um, not the planet. You guys, your universe is crossed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bugle. Or the bugle or the globe. What was it? What was it? Bugle. It's the bugle. It's the bugle. You're right. I got my universe is crossed. Actually, Chris. Actually. <laughs> and he asked, you know, how do you guys make a living? And he's like, and Sarah's like, she's not having any of it. She's like, those guys are the guys sitting here trying to get a loan from you. And he's like, both. He's like, ha ha. It's like your financials are all over the place. Is, mm. You know, is there, do you guys have a fund or did start pay you? You know, and he's, Falcon's like, no, it, there's a tremendous amount of goodwill because people like that, people are try to help you, you know, which applies to business, which means basically, as long as you're doing being a superhero, people will pay for stuff for you, mm -hmm. is what he's implying. He's like, you know, this applies to business. Like, yeah, but, you know, the guy goes, you know, what do he say? Um, people inclined to help. Yeah, inclined to help Goodwill. And he's like, you've been living off of Goodwill. And he just is like, you've had no income. Yeah. In five years. You've had no. And this was important because, you know, he's like, you know, I haven't been here for five years. And I looked at the laws. Mm hmm. And, you know, the codes, you know, Sarah says, you know, how do you have income if you don't exist? Because this is another important thing that I don't think I ever really thought about. What happened to these people after they got back? They didn't have income for five years. Yeah. They didn't exist for five years. Um, you had a lot of vacation time saved up. Maybe you could have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, PTO. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam's like, you know, I've got government contracts. It's proof of earnings. And we qualify for this loan. And the guy goes, under the old terms, yeah. But these days, and with everyone that just showed back up, things tightened up, which means they changed all the laws and regulations because of the blip. Uh, well, what it, and people what, coming back. What it likely was, was either a law change or a liquidity issue with the bank. I'm getting, I don't want to get banky nerdy on you here, but. No, do it, do it, do uh, it, because I don't know. So what could have happened here is um, you had all these people coming back. Um, they, you know, may have had money sitting in the bank. Um, likely, you know, those accounts of things were still open. So there's money sitting there with nobody to claim it. One, your financial structure for the entire world is going to collapse. I'm surprised it's doing as well as it is right there. But um, when all these people came back, they're going to be out of jobs. They're going to be out of housing and all this stuff. So you're going to have basically like a run on banks to pull cash out. And banks don't have cash. They don't have money to lend. And so when he's talking about things tightening up, he's talking about the banks not being basically as liquid as they would like to be, to be able to loan money. And there's a certain ratio that they have to keep on like deposit, loan to deposits, um, which typically they'll try to stay between, you know, 70 to 90% loaned out. Um, and so their deposits are going to be down because everybody's pulling money out because they're needing it to get back on their feet and their loans are going to be up because everybody's trying to also borrow money to get back on their feet. So it's going to be this huge liquidity issue within the whole financial system after the blip or after the end blip mm -hmm. of uh, just basically a run on the, on the, uh, a run on the banks is what it is. And, um, you know, they're legally obligated to give you your money if it's still sitting in there. 
the money doesn't go anywhere. If the account gets closed, somebody's presumed dead, whatever, unless they, you know, paid them out to uh, beneficiaries, there's that money's still sitting in there. So there's going to be a run on those funds. Or like I said, there's going to be a huge demand for credit for people trying to stay afloat and things. So there's the, but the only thing that doesn't make sense with me with this whole scene, because they talk about, you know, applying for an SBA loan and, He's like, you know, we qualify, we, we do this and all this, that they're, this doesn't make sense to me, but this is Marvel America. This isn't America we live in now that uh, the I would think that the government would have loan programs, you know, available to keep these businesses afloat that are just coming back from all of this that, you know, there, there's going to be rules and regulations and things that they have to follow, especially through like the whole SBA process. Um, you know, income verification, all this stuff they have to show. I mean, you have to, if you want to borrow the money, you have to show that you can repay the, the money. And it sounds like they're not able to right. show that because of the lack of income, but everybody's going to have that lack of income or 50% of the population is going to have that lack of income. And so you would think that there'd be programs and safety nets and things put in place by the government, which didn't happen, but also wouldn't lead to a very interesting plot point either. If they're like, oh yeah, you qualify for all these government grants. Here's your fish boat. You're good to go. That's boring. See- this is why I'm glad you're here because I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I probably got a lot of it wrong. I got some of it right, I'm pretty sure, but that's that. So, but that's more than I knew. Um, okay. So, after they basically said your family's banked here for generations, you know, but we can't loan you any money, they go out and all that food's back there. I'm wondering if they have a brick and mortar restaurant that they sell this out of. This is why they were doing it because remember, it was Wilson Family Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was so, seafood. Seafood. Like, I'm wondering if they have a brick and mortar restaurant or a restaurant that they sell to in town. The seafood. Oh, I thought they were just a supplier, and she and she was wanting to do the the prepared food on the like on the side as a new thing. I don't know. This is bugging me now. Where they're taking all this food at this point? Yeah, because they never actually address it. Yeah, I want to know. They didn't take any. So to I want the some banker. gumbo. Damn it! Mm-hmm. No, that bastard. Oh, and the banker did ask. Sam to take he wanted to take a selfie with his arms out his wings and Sam goes are you serious? Yeah, after the fact, like really, dude. After the fact, mm-hmm. and then you know they're arguing and Sarah's saying you know I'm giving up and you know you joined the Air Force you didn't see what mommy and daddy went through and Sam's like I'm gonna go to every bank in town you know I'm not giving up. Right. Yeah. I thought that's and what they were doing with the food, but. It looked, see, right there when they, okay, so he said he's not giving up. They unload the food out of the back of the truck, and they're at the town square. Right. There's people in the town square. There's not very many. There's a few, and there's like a tent and stuff. So that, was that like homeless people living in the middle of town? Like a very small homeless commune of like seven people living in the town square? Or was that, you know, just people doing? Oh, yeah. I guess that what, I wonder if they were bringing it to the homeless. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Or are those just hippies? I don't know. There's a couple of tents. They're either hippie or they're homeless. Or homeless hippies. Is there a difference? I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> We're not being mean. We're just being serious. I know a bunch of hippies. Yeah. Um, And they're perfectly fine. If you watched King of the Hill, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. What's going what on in the little town square there? What was it? Chumbawamba dude or... Farty Wardy, I can't remember what it was. Mm. King of the Hill. I gotta look it up. Um, 
next thing you see, you see Sam working on the boat. You know, he's trying to get it working. He can work on this multi-million, billion-dollar flight suit, but he he's trying to get this one boat working. Cannot get it working. Mm. Um, all of a sudden, he gets this text from Torres. And if they don't mention Torres' first name, I'll go over what the Easter egg is about Torres here at the end. Okay. Um, you know, Torres basically says, it, he said, get to a secure line, need you to watch something and call me back ASAP, hashtag important. I don't know why I thought that was funny because I know it's not because he got his ass kicked, but he just used hashtag important. And yeah. that's just very Torres. Then he showed a picture of him where he just, you know, got the shit beat out of him. Mm. Is Torres our uh, new Darcy for this this run? Our new what? Darcy. Our Darcy? I think he is. Mm. I think he might be because he's very likable. Yeah. And I don't like how they just got Darcy out of there. They better bring Darcy back for this. I think Darcy will come back. I think we need to... Uh, listeners, let's start a petition. Let's hashtag bring back Darcy. Mm-hmm. Let's get the let's get it going. Um, we'll put it with with the sad Bucky picture. We're gonna get sad Bucky trending. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam sitting at this computer and Torres was wearing a body cam. And it's got a picture of the well. He had a phone tucked in flex. his vest pocket because right before oh, the whole that thing, what it is? yeah, he you see me mm-hmm. like he unzips it so you can like kind of see the camera there. So he had he had a phone tucked. Okay, so you look and. Sam goes, so this is the leader of the Flag Smashers. You get a good look at this person, but you don't because this person's wearing, like, you know, baggy clothes, a a bomber jacket, and the mask. So you can't tell who this is, guy or girl. I'm still maintaining it's a girl. You're starting to sway me. He goes, you know, I thought you were supposed to be monitoring them. He's like, sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. Um, Or a broken orbital. Mm Mm-hmm. I was, I did, and which means that Torres is not afraid to get his hands dirty. He's not afraid to get in a fight. He's not afraid. He's got a good sense of justice. He's very upbeat, he too, to for getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, he's extremely upbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a butterfly Band-Aid on, you know? Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, Torres is just a he's just a good guy. Good sense of justice, like I said. And Sam's just kind of laughing at him. He's like, You're lucky it's all you got. And then he sees the pictures of the you know, of this person kicking the police officer and them going flying. He goes, He's strong. He's like, he was. I mean, he goes, Bro, they went dark as soon as it was over, which means they were gone, which yeah. I don't think Torres actually knew because he went dark because he got his ass knocked out. What was it? What was it? Smokey said in uh, Friday, "You, you got your ass knocked out. You got knocked the fuck out." That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what I was hearing. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know, towards the same. That's their mo. And we got to see when they pop up again. And he's like, "Anything else happened?" He's like, "No, I was taking a dirt nap." <laughs> um, and he's like, "You know, what are you thinking?" And He's like, you know, I'll circle back at you. You know, Sam's thinking of something. He's like, keep this between you and me. And then uh, Sarah comes up. She's like, oh, my God, Sam, look at this. 
and then you hear this news report. Here's another Easter egg. The news channel WHIH is the news channel they've used throughout multiple Marvel um, MCU um, movies and television reports. This is what was on WandaVision. Also, um, when Wanda was walking into Sword, mm-hmm. WHIH was what was playing on those big monitors. Oh, okay. So this has been on multiple things. Hmm. And then here comes another Easter egg. Um, I think he's a senator, or he's he's in charge of the DOD, this guy. He's talking about every day America feels it. You know, we love heroes who defend the earth. We need heroes. You know, we need a symbol. We need a hero to defend this country. He's saying, you know, we all knew where he was going with this. Uh, Because he said, we need a real person who embodies America's values. You know, oh, like, oh, God, you know, or is it Captain America? You know, uh, you know, I saw some people saying it thought they were for sure that they were going to bring Steve back because he's rumored to be in this. Yeah. And he says, great honor. We announced the United States of America has a new hero. And he says, join me in welcoming your new Captain America. They don't actually say he's Captain America. They said your new Captain America. He comes out and shakes hands and then they show him. And it was this, you see the shield, close up of the shield. And Sam's just like, holy shit, why? And then he puts it down and he just has this little grin and some of the best memes I've ever seen was uh, he looks like the old man from up. <laughs> and that, if you look at him, um, he had this. And if you look, his costume's actually different. Well, it is. This, and there's something very noticeable I caught in that that I didn't see in. I'm trying to look up and look at newer pictures of Cap. Are you talking the 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 stripes on the suit? No, I'm talking about the pistol on his hip. Uh, Cap had a pistol. He did early on, but did he early, later? Yeah, not later. He, when he did Bucky, when he was in World War II, but I th- but like yeah. later iterations, did he actually? I mean, it looks like he had a holster, but did he actually have? So Bucky, when Bucky was Cap, he had a gun. But yeah, I don't think Cap did in in MCU later. Um, I did see a great meme that, you know, Loki was around for multiple movies. Hold on. Let me read it to you because this is, this is great because I remember seeing this. I knew who this was at the minute I saw it too. They said that, uh, there's a couple good memes based off of this. Uh, where is it? Should have had this ready already. So you know who this is then? Yes knew exactly who this was okay because because the way that the the suit is um so we're looking at this here we go it's got all photos damn it where the hell is it basically loki's been around for multiple movies and immediately you know what you're getting 
And then this guy it was on screen for a grand total of eight seconds and everyone hates him. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's another one that showed a picture of this guy right here in this grin, you know, the old man from up and it says, uh, Joss Whedon's justice league. And then it showed one of Chris Evans as captain America that says Snyder cut justice. League. <laughs> nice. This is great. So this guy's, if you look at the uniform is us agent, us agent was captain America two brought in as captain America two. He becomes U.S. agent. He has um, a black costume. It's a darker costume in the comics. Um, his name's John Walker in the comics, and he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just really strong and really, really aggressive. His superpower is uh, he's an angry, angry person. His oh, superpower nice. is rage because his life sucks. Like he got fired from his job. Um, he was getting divorced. Like anything bad you could think of that was happening to him happened. Mm-hmm. And so he was just, he was just, he was just ragey. Um, kind of a sucky character, like in the comments, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I can't tell you one person that I know that's like, Oh yeah, I love us agent, but yeah, no, this is us agent. This okay. is how they're bringing him in. So I looked up who, Here's your next Easter egg, who U.S. agent is. Um, his name is Wyatt Russell, who was in, there was a film in 2018 called Overlord, which I thought was a great movie. It was like kind of a different take on zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in the queue, by the way, if you go look. Okay. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a fun little movie. He was the star of that. He was a hockey player too, um, Wyatt Russell. And he was in The Goon with um, Stifler. Okay. Um, he is actually the youngest child of Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Oh, and he and was. If you in, look at his face, he looks like his dad. And he was in Escape from L.A. Yep. So that is Wyatt Russell. That's Kurt's boy. It is Kurt's boy. Um, I can see it. That's how they end it. That's how they end it. And then if you look, there's actually a couple Easter eggs in the end credit scene here. Yeah. If that's the son yeah. of Kurt Russell, I can't hate him. I refuse to. You can't to. hate him. I hate well, I hate the little grin he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to pause it just at the right moment to hit it. But in the end credit scenes here, it just looks like, you know, old paper and like you may maybe crumbling walls and stuff. Yeah. Um there's like this monkey and this like Chinese writing. But if you look, I don't know if it was this part or not. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's right behind there. So it was right. You have to pause it at right. The right moment, but behind where they put the credits right there, Mm -hmm. there is a reference to um, just before they cross it out, Matapur. Um, Matapur is one of the main cities and the city's taken over by Hydra at, at one point in the comics. Matapur is also where Logan or w- the Wolverine goes by patch. He spends an entire like couple of years there as patch because he wears a patch. And Matapur is a lawless city. So I have a feeling they're going to be going to Matapur in this because we know that the in credit scenes in WandaVision 
you know, foreshadowed stuff. So I have a feeling that's what they're doing here. Um, there's also another, if you pause it at the right moment, um, you can see December 16th, 1991 in the credits. Um, it's the date that Tony's parents were killed by the Winter Soldier. Oh. Um, then the last one, if you get it at the right moment, um, it's in all this red, and it looks like a little book that's torn towards the end here. It's it's the red Hydra book that um, Zemo used in Civil War um, to for the um, Winter Soldier programming because you'll see like roasted seventeen, um, all the keywords. Daybreak in the right order. I'm looking at there's a big block of text that I'm trying to pause on just right. So there's that. And they don't actually show it. So, okay. So are you curious about um, our boy, Taurus? Yeah. So what do you, okay, there's the date. So what do you get on Taurus? Okay. So if this is Taurus that I'm thinking about, it's Joaquin Taurus. Um, he's super important because in the comics, he becomes Falcon while Sam becomes Captain America. He takes okay. up the Falcon mantle. Wouldn't he have to be trained in that? What's the... Um... The flight suit? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would assume so, but in the comic, he takes it up. Um, also, if you look at the end credit scenes there, there's Zemo's mask. In um, the traditional Zemo's mask from uh, the comic, that's uh, kind of the pinkish mask that's mm -hmm. in there. Uh, I'm, I haven't got that part yet, but I'm, I'm like pausing and going. There's a little uh, like a half rip poster. This is uh, John Walker. Cap is back, and it's kind of like graffiti over that. You can barely make it out. Oh, this, I need to look. This is so uh, that is yeah. This is a manufactured hero over his face, or kind of over part of his face like somebody scribbled over it is that just right before the zemo mask um i'm trying to see where i'm at there's falcon's page getting ripped up oh you know who else you see there too okay hmm. it shows anthony mackie it's showing the people in there um they don't give her credit but that's um <clears throat> what's her name from winter soldier and civil war um sharon carter Ew. you see her holding like the nightstick uh, look, she's holding a pipe pipe nightstick whatever it's a it's a tally whacker mm, that's not a tally whacker <laughs> but. <laughs> but it's a that's sharon carter dude Lost in the blip. Another, another throwback. Yeah, that's Sharon Carter. I didn't catch that the first go. Yeah, there's Wyatt Russell. Yep, there's the there's the, the keywords. There's a lot of stuff in this. I'm just lost in the blip. Really go back and mission report. Is that missing guy? Is that the guy who Bucky killed? Hey Ben, I hadn't seen that. There's George St. Pierre. Senator Atwood pushes for. Border enforcement. So there's like a lot of little blurbs and stuff. There's so much. There's almost 
Oh, there's probably more going. Seems like there's more going on in these end credits than there was in the <laughs> episode. I agree. Well, and before that little Illuminati, I wonder if that's Illuminati, that eye in the triangle. Yeah. Because the Illuminati in the comics actually exists. That's um, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Professor X, Black Bolt, um, Tony Stark, T'Challa, and I think there was someone else in there. It seems like there's a lot of references in here to the Sokovian Accords. Like, I think that's what a lot of those little articles are. Are? Yeah. We didn't One have of them any, looks like it was just in Russia. We didn't have any post-credits, did we? We just had all the stuff there. Yeah, no post-credits that I saw. Right, so there you guys go. Episode one. Episode one of our Nurky for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Kyle, what are you watching or reading? Mm, so I started watching My Hero Academia with my daughter yesterday. Woo! Through, Great a couple series. episodes. And, um, and I kind of was halfway watching a little bit the first episode, and I kind of, you know, I got got into it a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. I liked it. I'm not reading anything yet this week. Um, I'm you going to be. That's why the going to start diving back into uh, uh, the boys, um, so I can get into the second, you know, mm-hmm. um, omnibus. Or it was the was it a companion omnibus? Which one did I get? Omnibus. You got the omnibus. Yeah. And so. Um, but yeah, so it's we're kind of seeing these, you know, little uh, crossovers and things that are just seeing where things kind of line up. So, you know, watching those first couple episodes of My Hero Academia, I'm getting, you know, the boys vibes. I'm finding the boys vibes in everything. Like I'm seeing that in everything that I'm. Sure. Well, the boys takes from everything. Garth Ennis took from everything in that. Like mm-hmm. he hit everything you can think of. What are you watching it on Voodoo, My Hero? Uh, Hulu. We're watching it on Hulu. I I go watch it on Vudu. There's no, there's no ads. No, I'll watch it on Vudu then. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, so fun on. fact that they're, they're on the last arc of um, My Hero Academia. I read that this Sunday. Instead of wrapping up. Um, it's, it's a time skip. Yeah, it's the final arc. But, you know, the final arc could be two years. Well, yeah. So, um, but yeah, they're on the final arc of that. So I started rewatching or rereading Invincible because the cartoon comes out this week on oh, Amazon. Yeah, that does. And Invincible is by Robert Kirkman, who did Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And it is fucked up. I think as you guys have figured out, I like the fucked up ones. Yeah. But I'll be watching that. Um, I got the compendiums. Um, I read a lot of so Walking I'm, Dead, so I'm excited about to see. I, I remember reading about this. Invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I never read it. Like, I've, I've read some Kirkman. I think I read the first, like, 100, 130 issues of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't get into this <clears> one. So, you know, I'm. I, it's got me wanting to go back and reread these older stories. Like, <clears throat> I want to reread my Why the Last Man, which is one of my favorite stories by Brian K. Vaughn. Because supposedly there's a TV series coming out about it, um, and that's phenomenal about the literally the last man on Earth, mm-hmm. the last man and the last monkey man on Earth. Like, it's not a monkey man; it's a boy monkey. 
Um, so that's, I read the My Hero Academia and I'm rereading Invincible. Um, and, you know, of course, what I'm watching is going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Invincible. So. I have been rewatching uh, some of the DC movies because from this run, all I've seen, uh, I saw, you know, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and mm-hmm. Aquaman. I haven't seen Justice League. I haven't seen uh, Wonder Woman 84. I haven't seen, I don't think either Wonder Woman, actually, now that I think of it. Oh, they're good. And well, so, okay, um, a lot of people didn't like 84, but. I'm trying to fly through those at least to get caught up to uh, Justice League. So I want to watch Justice League before I watch Snyder Cut. Which Snyder Cut's what, four hours? Four hours. Four hours, one minute, or two minutes. Um, And it was originally supposed to be eight hours? Oh, yeah, originally eight hours. But it's... Okay, that's what else I was watching. I watched the Snyder Cut last week. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I got to find the time somewhere to get caught up so I can watch that. So I can watch Justice League so I can watch Snyder Cut. So we we will nurky the Snyder Cut. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we will nurky the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut's four hours, which means that'll be about 18 hours for us. So we're going to break that up. I'm looking forward to editing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need a new hard hard drive. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Good thing you just bought a new. Uh, yeah, I got a new one. I got a new hard drive. That. Um, it'll go on and it'll go right did, back off. What did you learn this week? What have I learned this week? You just mm. had one that you learned. <laughs> what did I learn this week? I'm trying to think of anything significant that I've learned this week. You learned you can't watch anything with sad Asian men. I did. I did sad Asian men make me sadder. I didn't realize that till this episode of <laughs> watching this. He was so sad. And he just, you know, he's just this sad little Asian Japanese guy. Was he Japanese? I'm thinking he was sad. Japanese. Yeah, he was Japanese. Sad Yuri. Yuri. I felt so bad for him. I just wanted, you know, like go give him a hug. Give him a okay. hug. Mm-hmm. So I learned this week. Um, it was something else, but then Kyle started talking about all the crap that went into um, <clears throat> like the loans and stuff and what would happen if you blipped. That's what I learned. Ask me how much of that I retained. Absolutely nothing, but I learned about it. I don't know if I could rattle it off again and do it in the same fashion. That just <laughs> <laughs> It was spectacular. It really mm-hmm. was, but that's what I learned. So um, we will have this out to you, hopefully. Well, it's already Tuesday, so Wednesday or Thursday, um, just before the new one comes out. So we will have a- another episode of our Nurky next week. And let's get Sad Bucky trending. We're going to make memes, and we're going to start seeing if we can get that to trend around. Let's let's make that a meme. Let's make let's it happen. Trending. Let's make it viral. So with that... Thank you for listening to Every Man's Guide to Nerdom. Mm-hmm. I am Chris. And I'm Kyle. You guys have a great evening, morning, whatever time it is when you're listening to this. Um, be good to each other. Check out the Discord. Links in the bio. Check out Chris on Twitch at GuyverUNT01. Oh, is it 01 or 01? How do you type it in? I've, I've, I've zero been one. hotkeyed. 01. 
And uh, I am also on the Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash K underscore SIG, K6. So we'll be playing stuff you guys check Come give out. us crap. Mm-hmm. Come give us a hard time. Watch us suck at video games. <laughs> you guys have a good one. Have a great one. Good night. Nerd Coke, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd Coke, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd Coke used to be just a made up word. MCs shied away.